just how inflated your balls got, Derek, after, you know, no, receiving. No, see, this is why I know whenever you say, just go along with it, that I'm just going to say, <laughs> you can fuck right off. Okay, okay I, don't like, I don't like how you're deflecting it and acting yeah, like we really? weren't having a conversation <laughs> yeah, about this before he started Okay, recording. what was the question? Give me the question. What the question the- is, is before you had your testicles removed, how, how inflated were they due to the clap? Have you ever seen that movie Basketball? <laughs> you know the yes. movie poster yep. where he's basically holding mm-hmm. two basketballs as testicles in the cover? Nice. Very nice. There you go. There's an answer. Nice. Is, this the, is this the kind of smut that this has turned into, guys? This is it. Yes, it this has. Is it. We know that no one's going to hear balls. it. No one's going to listen to this. <laughs> we can just say whatever we want. That's it's true. all great. It's all great. Anyways, as always, we are the Motor Boys. Motor, 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 motor. Welcome to another episode of There Movies Goes. There the Goes. Rocks. The last listener just left. Yes. <laughs> yes. God. Yes. Along with the along with the religious writing cum gutters. And oh, we're God talking, damn it. <laughs> we're talking this week on the last episode of our anime three peat. Dear God, thank God it's over. You Fuck ungrateful me. bastards, both of you. <laughs> oh, God. I love ungrateful. anime. Don't get me wrong. I love anime, but this is a little too much for Sometimes me. you need to take your medicine, okay? <laughs> I don't know if I want to take It's good medicine. for you. Yeah, those, oh, are, these are pills that I no longer want to swallow. This is like you. getting a fucking horse tranquilizer up the ass, like for real. Like I did not want this at all. You speak from experience, sir. Well, me too, with the testicles I... and everything. <laughs> I'm glad you've owned up to it. Yes, <laughs> Apparently. yes, yes. <laughs> So, anyways, all right. So, um, as always, we are Moves on the Rocks. It is I, Tomas. We have Derek. Yep. And, <laughs> yep. And Eric, of course. Present. Present. <laughs> <laughs> and we uh, will be talking about uh, movies while we drink. Um, so, before we get on to other things, um, let's go ahead and talk about those uh, said drinks. Um, I am having. Just to start off the day, I'm gonna have I'm having a uh, Bacardi and Coke Zero. Oh god! Stalker. Super sweet. Can you tell that no one's gone out for liquor in a bit? Yeah, for real. (laughs) I need to get another drink. But yeah, so that's me today. What are you drinking, Derek? Man, I'm not branching out much. I've really enjoyed this. I think it's this. I think I had the same thing last week. Um, The 12.5 is Rebel Hard Coffee. That's like... Oh, yeah. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. You did have that. That's good. Sipping on barely alcoholic beverage. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And Eric, what do you got for us today, dude? I have something special today. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah Do yeah. tell. So... How special so in, in Houston... <laughs> he, visited, he visited the thing, and I'm never going to say it again. He visited the cum gutters. <laughs> and he got himself a big old scoop. So, you know... You, you know, seeing seeing that you just said the word brings such a happiness in my life. Never again. <laughs> Mark it now. Never again. You guys, you, are, you guys are dirty. That's what you guys are. We like to keep super, it classy. What you got, Eric? Super, yeah. super nasty. <laughs> um, <laughs> Miss Jackson, I, if you're nasty. Uh, all right. I'm going to say my drink, okay? Someday. Sorry, drinking. bro. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm, super excited I'm not right drinking now. from the the river or any type of gutter <laughs> for that matter um, now or ever. But anyway, um, in Houston, there is a wonderful brewery called St. Arnold's. Guys. Oh, oh come yeah. On. Every, yeah. What do you say you don't come on about? Come on. Did you get, it? Did you get it? Every 
fall season. Yep. <laughs> nice. yep. They have a beautiful, beautiful beer called Pumpkinator. Yeah, you got it. It tastes like <laughs> a pumpkin pie in a cup of beer, but the alcohol content is crazy high. So I don't know. It's like 12%. That's great. But with that being said, I'm not done yet. Oh. Boys, this is where the oh. real kicker comes in. <laughs> okay. When you buy them, they have, you know, they're, they're dated bottles. They have the, the year on it. And they they recommend that you let them sit for a few years. Okay. I am drinking a five-year-old glass Ooh. from 2016, a pumpkin eater, and it tastes absolutely amazing. Like, absolutely <laughs> amazing. I even get, my wife hates beer, and I was like, take a sip of this. And she, she hates beer, and she was like, took a little sip, and she was like, just looked at me, and I said, that's the best beer you've ever tasted, isn't it? <laughs> and she goes, it still tastes like beer, but that was, like, pretty darn good. So, this is good. Um, like honestly amazing yeah it tastes dude. amazing for real oh yeah man so, like is that the whole bottle the whole the whole one or you got more left no no it's bottle? a bigger bottle but i have some yeah. more left for our refill so oh nice i filled the you're, class you're gonna get you're gonna get buzzed dude yeah. it's gonna be oh buzzed. no I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna be the high, the high alcohol i'm already content. buzzing right now i'm already the, buzzing right now i'm a fourth of the way through this pint, <laughs> yeah so. it's it's the high alcohol content when this when it sits on the shelf like that for a long time I it know, definitely man. works bro. probably higher definitely. than 12 at this point fuck so. yeah no hell yeah. yeah dude for five years for sure yep. dude yeah for sure well um, is that okay with you, Derek? You are you okay with that, Derek? Arrogant I'm... piece of shit. I would like <laughs> you... to, uh, n- not detracting from the pompous arrogance, but I would like to retract my statement. Okay. Because most of, yeah, most of the beers I've had from St. Earl's, I have absolutely hated. Really? But I've never had that. Never had okay. it aged. Okay. <laughs> You might be walking a straight and narrow, my sir. <laughs> well, I appreciate the uh, I appreciate you retracting your comments. I apologize for calling you an arrogant piece of shit. I'm sorry, I retract that. Still don't deny it. <laughs> well, now that we've been uh, drinking, I think we kind of got a little ass backwards here. Derek, why don't you go ahead and give us our uh, little uh, disclaimer real quick? Oh yeah. Okay, so uh, we're gonna be drinking. Uh, we invite you, assuming that it is legal and safe where you are, to drink along with us in moderation. Um, but in that process, uh, obviously that excludes the folks who can't, shouldn't, or just don't like to. Please don't. Grab a glass of water or a Kool-Aid or a Coke Zero, like most people say it. Um, and, and you know, just have your beverage of choice. However, um, you know, you drink, you say stupid shit, like some specific gutters that apparently Tomas likes to frequent. So um, nice. Y- we might say some things that are a little <laughs> bit grotesque, uh, off-putting, or otherwise upsetting. And uh, I invite you to let us know on our Instagram handle, which is... Movies on the Rocks 2020? Oh, Jesus. Anyway. At, at yeah, movies at Movies on the Rocks 2020. Yeah, baby. It'll be on the, it'll be on the podcast page. Just, just look <laughs> at your thing. Anyway. Um, yeah. Let us know yeah. if we're saying stupid shit that you don't like. If we're being offensive. If I use a word that is not meant to use that way uh, or be used that way, then please let me know. I'm all about uh, growth here. So that's it. Join us if you can and want to. Don't if you shouldn't or don't want to. And uh, we apologize in advance for all of the gutter mentions. <laughs> it's super nasty. Mm, definitely. Super. 
super. Well, no, that's cool, dude. All right, now that we got that out of the way, let's uh, let's take it to the news desk. News of the day. Okay. News of the day. I have a quick follow-up. I wish. Like Shut up, dude! I'm trying to do my oh, movie here. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I wish people could see his face. I really do. <laughs> it's, you know, today. No. On the Year of Our Lord. Oh, God damn it. September the 1st, 2021. Anno Domini. I All right, so like who's got part. news, bro? I who's like got news, part. bro? So I have who's a question, news? and it's news related. We've talked a little bit about it. But More I, of a discussion. I'm having More a bit of an... Uh, like uh, okay, so we talked a while back about... And then I forgot, and we brought it up again. Um Crunchyroll being bought by Sony, right? Yeah, yeah. Every article I keep reading now is that it's Funimation buying Crunchyroll. Now, I know that Funimation, I, I, I believe, is, a, is owned by Sony. So kind of in the same tree, right? But who actually bought Crunchyroll? Is it Sony or is it Funimation? I don't even know what the hell you guys are talking about. <laughs> it's, it's, it, I thought it was Sony. I thought it was Sony, dude. Well, I think they're making a big deal out of it because there's all of this. Um, Who knows? Maybe Crunchyroll, maybe Funimation is owned by Sony, dude. Who knows? That's what I think. I believe. I believe Sony owns uh, Funimation. You didn't look this up, my dude. I'm trying, I mean, dude. Everywhere I look, looking. they're like, there's you, like either article entirely only focuses on Funimation, <laughs> no mention of Sony, or Sony, no mention of Funimation. So but I like, don't you know didn't... what the fuck's going on. You're... You didn't just Google, like, does Sony own Funimation? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 I did. And, I, and I, it said that they were I mean, Yeah, it said that they were owned. I'm going to check again. But okay, it said so that they were Sony owned. There we go. Yeah, yeah, there's there's there. there it is, dude. I think we're going to move on from this subject. Whatever, because, uh, moving Derek, on. Derek, Derek doesn't know his shit. Derek has yeah. a wealth of nos- knowledge at his fingertips at all times. I thought you were going to say a, ge- a wealth of nostrils. That's insane. <laughs> no. He's got, he's got very uh, very average size nostrils, I, don't I think. think. <laughs> I don't think you're grasping. Whatever, move on. <laughs> well, I mean, as always, you know, I'm bringing something to the table because Eric doesn't. And I have something today. Oh, it's you got true. something. All right, I'm going to go with you now. You no, got to go first. True as you you got to go first. This is uh, just news related. Just ahead, something that I, that, I, that, that I've seen and I've been thinking I think, about. I think, I think my nipples just got hard thinking oh, about it. Dude, oh, I'm glad because on. you're, you're probably going to hate what it is. But I, well, I don't know. You, you might not. I don't know about Derek, though. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> we'll get there someday. So have you guys ever heard of an artist called Kanye West? Oh, God. Donda. Donda. No. God. Straight up. I want to talk about that. Donda. It's Donda. And Donda. He, <laughs> that sounded like Scottish. Donda. 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 Sounds like Donda. Donda. Like Donde. Like, like no, where? No. Like in Spanish. Donde. Yeah, donde. Donde está Kanye. Donde. And mi culo. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! We're never, anyway. never going to finish this podcast. I know ahead, we're dude. not. Go, we're not. Go ahead. What, so, what's up, what's up? Uh, interesting thing about about Donda. Some interesting news about it. So, uh, there's a lot of controversy behind the album. I'll kind of give you the the backstory. And the reason why I know so much about this is that I mean, I like Kanye, but my wife loves Kanye. Okay? <laughs> so, yeah. Are you serious? Oh, she loves Kanye, dude. She loves so, her some yay. 
She loves Ye, bro. She, <laughs> she's from the Church of Jesus. So um, she, so he was supposed to release this album last July. Not the one that just passed, the one before. Mm-hmm. And he put a, a date out. I remember the day came. My wife was like looking at Apple Music every 14 seconds. <laughs> never dropped it. Okay. Not then surprised. He was, not, that's, this is classic Kanye. Okay. So then classic. it doesn't. Nobody talks about it for like a year, okay? Then this July, the same thing happens. He said, I'm going to do a listening event in Atlanta, and then I'm going to drop the album. Uh, it was like mid-July. I no, remember. No. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Never did it. He did you the know. listening event, never dropped the album. No, yeah. he and, and not only that, he showed up two hours late to the yes, event. Yes, yes. <laughs> and people paid 20 to $100 just to go in there and listen. Jesus at, Christ. At, I guess the at Falcon Mercedes Stadium. Benz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mercedes Benz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mercedes Benz. yeah. So then he does the same thing again in Atlanta, like three weeks later, doesn't drop the album. Okay. (laughs) Then he does it in August again, a third time in Chicago, where in the bit, in the middle of the stadium, he built a replica of his childhood home and he had controversial people on stage with him, including Marilyn Manson. And they just listened to the album and it never dropped. It was supposed to drop that day until finally. Wait, wait, they listened to it. In the stadium. At, people, at the stadium. People, so it's yeah, been heard, people, but he didn't release it. Yes, it's been heard. And it's it's him working on the album. And I think he's made changes every time he does these listening parties. But people that are in the stadium get to listen to it in completion. Okay? And he's just down in the center, just like floating around doing weird shit. Okay? I think he set himself on fire in the third one. So... Literally, yeah, he was up in flames. But anyhow, <laughs> anyhow, so Does that makes sense. That goes so well with. Hey, hey bro, yeah. hey, it's the Church of Jesus, bro. It's Jesus, Jesus. yeah. So, so I think I don't, it was I don't on... understand, but please continue. <laughs> so I think it was on Saturday or I Sunday think so. when they when they when the album got released. The yeah. album drops. Okay, nobody knew it was coming. It just drops. He doesn't it's say literally it's just a black. It's all black. black. Yeah, yeah. It's a black cover, and it says Donda, and it's about it's it's an album made for his mother who passed away um, a few years ago, I believe. Yeah. And he came out. This is where it gets really interesting. So when the album drops, (laughs) not like none of this is interesting, but yeah, yeah, it's true. This really gets interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where it gets like somewhat interesting. (laughs) No, 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 no. no. It's interesting from the jump for me. Maybe not for Derek, but now I want to hear what's going on. This is oh, the drama has been great for me. So anyway, I love love the drama aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. So he puts out first of all, he puts like something on Instagram that says Universal dropped my album without my permission. Oh shit. And they didn't include a song on it called Jail 2. Jail 2. So he was pissed. Okay. And then he starts putting text message screenshots on his Instagram with him talking to like other people that have, that appeared on the album's manager saying like, I did not, this is not up to like Universal just dropped this without asking me anything. It's a just lot it of songs. There. They put out a yeah, lot of it's songs. It's 27 songs. The album is an hour and 50 minutes long. It's almost two hours long. Damn. I've listened to the whole thing all the and? way through, and I think it's pretty good. Everybody else, it's very, very mixed mixed reactions, man. I think it's not a bad album. I don't think it's his best album, but I don't think it's bad. There's a song on it. It, it ain't called his dropout, dude. No, no, no. There's a song on it that blew my mind, though, uh, like one of my favorite songs I've ever heard of him. But otherwise, it's just like, you know, it's okay. It's not bad. I think that people are giving it a harder time because it's not like classic, classic yay, you know, but... 
I mean, I mean he's got a lot of good albums. Sounding good. This doesn't sound he's good. Got, to he's me. got a lot of good albums. I didn't really like so much. I mean, I understand why he went with the gospel album. I mean, I I I, I actually applaud him for that. Because yeah. he's actually he's he's I'll give him this more than anything else is that he's a genius. He is a musical yes, genius. No question. A hundred percent. Even if you don't like his music, you have to yep. appreciate the gotta separate thought. him from his music. Yep. Exactly. Gotta separate him from it. And where it comes from, how he's able to think this stuff up, and yep. in so much that he's had his whole like library, I think is fantastic. I it's think unbelievable. Great. Yeah, he's I, very. And good. I like a lot of his songs. I'm a mm-hmm. big fan of a lot of his songs, and he's he's he's. I think he's a genius. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this last album, I'm like okay with. I haven't heard all of it. I've heard some of the tracks. I'm not really fond of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but like, I'm just waiting for. I'm just waiting for the second album of the Throne to come out. That's all I'm waiting on, dude. Well. Him and Jay Z. That's what I'm. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't but think if it's it ever going to happen. So the thing about it, too, the, his record. So you're right. It's a gospel record, and yeah. like he's, I he said that that's the, way, the route he's going for the rest of his career, apparently. But he still cursed on this one. No, he didn't. There's oh, not didn't? one curse word. There's not one curse. Yeah, there is not Where? by maybe not by. Yeah, there is. I so I do I, I listen. Okay, I listen so to there's it. a curse in it. My wife pointed this out. It's Kid Cudi curses. Oh, is in it, it Kid Cudi? And he bleeps it out. Oh no no! I heard cursing. You heard a curse? Like it I wasn't a bleep. Curse. Like it cut it off. No, we're gonna have to find it. Find it a timestamp and send it my I way. I will find I don't it. Hear a curse. Yeah, yeah, I will find but it. He, I will find there's, it. There's there's like no cursing by Kanye, and maybe not uh, by him, but yeah. I'll find it. I'll find and it. also too, if there are curses, it's probably very few. And um, I don't know, man. There's a song on it called "Come to Life," that I don't know what it is about that song, man. It just blew my mind. It blew my mind. So that's like one of the best songs I think I've ever heard of his. But the album itself is just, eh. Derek, you, you look like you want to say something. You're just over there making faces. So, <laughs> I mean, I got I got a lot of thoughts here. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay. Um, I'm going to preface this with a total acknowledgement of his musical prowess. He is he is a incredible musician. Um one of one of the best easily said right i i mean if there was a if there was a list of like the top musicians of all time it was the top 100 he would easily be in there right yeah he'd probably be in it yeah um that aside um would okay let me let me put it this way eric would would you consider yourself to be a, a kanye fan yeah, yeah like I you've guess. enjoyed Question some of his mark? other albums you yeah I've you, enjoyed, i'm not like a massive yay fan but i like them you know would you say that your wife's interests aside that regardless you probably would have at least looked into this album probably listened to a few songs uh uh, i don't know (laughs) you know honestly i don't i don't know like i would have listened to it eventually but i don't know if i'd been so wrapped up in hearing it because i knew the drama behind all of it but I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. That's a good you question. You sound a bit like a fan. I'm not saying you're obsessed. No, no, no. I'm a, no, 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 no. I wouldn't say I'm not a fan. I like him and I appreciate his genius. I think he's a lunatic, but I appreciate his genius. Well, I mean, there's lots of yeah, Keith Richards. Yeah, he's also <laughs> all, all day. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. I mean, yeah. I must have caught it. I must have caught the album, dude. Like uh-huh. when they had that whole mix up with all the shit. Mm-hmm. Because I swear to God, on the song "Off the Grid." There was cursing. Now there's not. I promise I, you. I you promise might be, you. They, you might be right, my dude, because they did add. They, Universal eventually added the song that he said wasn't there. So there could have been 
A change. But I, I swear to God, dude, because I was like, hey, wait a minute. I thought he was doing this whole non-cursing thing with the gospel. Yeah, not, 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 nothing against him. Yeah. If he didn't, I mean, it's, it's all good. I mean, Jesus, yeah. I mean, Mace, is a, Mace was a preacher and then he was yeah. cursing again. So, I mean, yeah. I don't it's know. really up to you. I don't know, but Derek, go ahead. You were, you were, you were sorry, saying sorry, something. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Derek. Okay, okay. So, <clears throat> um, you, you enjoy his music. And, yeah, I do. Uh, you characterized this a moment ago, this album as it was just pretty good. It was all right. Yeah, it's not bad. And there's and you didn't mention that there was one song that kind of blew you away. Yes, there's a song that blew me away. Okay. Which is what? It's called Come to Life. Come to Life, okay. Uh-huh. Now, I'd like to introduce you to my friend Tomas here. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, if you don't know this, Tomas loves the movie Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> all I'm pretty them. sure it's all no, no, the, the, no, the first one, the first one. I'll, but I'm we, all about we, we clearly know that that movie is awful. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the soundtrack fucking rocks. But bro. he loves that movie, right? And so when he watches that movie, he's got a special heart. He's got some rose tinted glasses a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, just a little bit. I think he might have some rose tinted glasses. <laughs> uh, no, because I don't. Because, because the album, you're like, that's oh, all right, and I'm a fan, but it's all right. No, 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 because I don't think it's you can be that trash. Way. I don't think it's yeah. trash. Like, that's the thing. Like, if it was trash, I'd tell you. Like, I don't, I'm, a, I'm not a Kanye. I like Kanye, but I'm not as much of a Kanye fan where I wouldn't tell you that the album's trash. You don't fucking suck, but yeah. you don't know what you're talking about. I feel like anybody, somebody, anytime somebody says, I, mean, really, I, I had high hopes for this album where I, I listened to this album and it's, oh, it's a big deal. And then, and, then, and then you're like, hey, it was all right. That is really not boding well. For yeah, somebody but I who is not a Kanye fan to want to go and yeah, listen. No, I wouldn't. No, you're right. What you're saying is right. And, and honestly, like, I if if you were like, "Hey, I've never listened to Kanye. Where should I start? Not this record." You no. Know? Yeah. And no. and I, I, I'm I, certain. I'm certain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. There's yeah. there's a thing, um, and I think it happens. It happens in a lot of uh, careers in general, right? You can say that like so and so released such and such album, and it was so incredible that they will never. I don't care how long they're making music, how true they stay to form, they will never top that out. Mm-hmm. Kanye did that a while ago. You think so? What album? Man, there's two of them, and I don't remember the name of the second one. So, so then me. you're saying he did it twice. There's two huh? of them that I think are really good, and one is clearly better than the other. Um, absolutely. And, and, it, and you can disagree because with me all day long. But Because <laughs> some people would say that Kanye has done that for a lot of his albums up to recently. Like people every say that about Eminem too, and it's well, still I not think, true. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I'm not like this. Might be sacrilege to some people, but I don't really like Eminem that much. I'm not like a huge Eminem fan. I like Eminem a lot. I'm I just, not. I'm, I'm not. I, his 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 stuff. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm sure people have issues with drugs, but I prefer high Eminem. <laughs> Rather than I'm not trying to be an asshole about it, but yeah. I prefer pilled out, fucking drunk, you know, mm. bass head Eminem. That's what I prefer because that's mm. when his best shit come out. Like, like I his, just never got into him, man. Oh, I, I, I love, I love Eminem. Like his old, his earlier shit, dude. Like the Marshall Mathers LP and the Eminem LP. Those, those first two albums. I mean, they are some of the most amazing rhymes I've yeah. ever heard. I, amazing. I think- I think it's his voice that I'm not digging 100, percent but Maybe. he is. But he like I'm not taking away. He is insanely his talented. lyricist. Yeah, his yeah, he is a great lyricist, and his speed is outrageous. Like he is an amazing talent. But I just never really dug. I get him, that. I get that. Know? I get that. I mean, it's 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 understandable. I mean, 
I mean, okay, well then here's my let me ask you a question, Eric. What's your favorite Yeezy album? Oh man. So to me it's a tie. I think it's a tie between uh Life of Pablo and Yeezus. I love one. both of I love both of those records, man. Life of I, Pablo is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's Life of Pablo especially has some bangers on it, dude. So like um I just really like both of them. There's a there's a song in on Yeezus too on the first album called it's the first i mean not the first album it's the first track called on site and there's something about that song it's so vulgar vulgar and fucked up but there's something about <laughs> that song that just gets me amped dude <laughs> i can't explain it it's, it's like, like it's like you know if you listen to like for my favorite like, like my favorite hip-hop album you said it, i said it before is that like you know enter the third chamber is probably my favorite yeah. hip-hop album it's great yeah the, the one that comes to me like a close second if not it's probably tied as my mm-hmm. favorite hip-hop album in oh. general is uh notorious big's ready to die i mean yeah, i have the fucking funko behind me yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. like the my favorite song in that album is the original one more chance it's so oh, fucking yeah. vulgar it's yeah. a, it's so amazing i yeah. fucking love that song it just just like you said it's a great song it's absolutely fucking vulgar yeah i got the i got the g's penis yeah it's fucking great dude it's yep. the most amazing song but yeah dude it's it's crazy sometimes some of the lyrics that come out. Yeah, and, and that's I, I mean, but the there's something ones. about it. Yeah, the good one, man. There's something about that song that just gets me going. But mm-hmm. um, it gets me going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like now I'm <laughs> quoting uh, <laughs> "Blades of Glory," which is yeah. also used in uh, by a Kanye in, by Kanye. In, in the throne song. in the gets yeah, yeah. gets the, the people going. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, but anyhow, like there's a I. I like Kanye. What I'm trying to get is I, I do like Kanye. I would consider myself a fan. I'm not a diehard Kanye fan. I do. I, I it was a long time where I couldn't stand Kanye, but I had to separate him from the music and then yeah, you have just to be okay it. with it. And, but, and uh, we've had that conversation like with Michael Jackson. Too. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like you, it's, it's hard with him, you know, specifically, yep. but yep. yeah, yeah, you do want but, a certain way. Especially when you have other rappers out there that are phenomenal. Like you said, your favorite rap album was, uh, uh ready to die um i i think my favorite rap album is not like early or mid 90s rap i think my favorite rap album is uh either i can't i I can't choose between which one but it's kendrick lamar it's either good uh good kid mad city or to pimp a butterfly both of those are are unbelievable you know even even the last one damn Damn is amazing. Like he's an amazing he's, to me. He's, he's the best. Unbelievable. And this is like controversial. I've had this debate with many people. I think that he is to me, especially of our generation, he is the best rapper alive. So um, he just is unbelievable. Talk about lyrics and lyricist. Dude's amazing. So that's why it's hard for me too to like. I love Kanye. I think Kanye as a producer is unbelievable. Oh, but like, yes. but like as a rapper. You know, there's other ones out there that are far better than he yeah, is, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Kanye in the studio, you can't touch. All day. You can't touch. Mm-hmm. All, All day, day, dude. All day. Yeah. I mean, uh, but but this is a good segue. I mean, I don't yeah, know if sorry. you have something Thank- else to talk oh, about. Oh, no, no, that's it. That, that was all I had to say. This so I brought something so, to the table, guys. Whoa. Nice. And it's a good thing because it's a good segue because it's something that came out a, a few weeks ago. I never got to bring it up. I know we talked about the, the that concert that happened on the Red Rocks for Wu-Tang. But, but what I wanted to talk about was that recently, you guys remember, I don't know if you remember this, Derek, but I'm sure you remember this, Eric. You remember that guy, that um, that pharmaceutical CEO, the owner from who like raised that price and he bought that. Uh, oh, Martin Scrivelli or whatever. Martin Scrivelli. Martin yeah, Scrivelli. 
Yeah, yeah, about the Wu Tang. Right? Yeah, he bought that U- that that unreleased uh, Wu Tang album. Wu Tang, yeah, they the, sold it. Well, yeah, they sold it, dude. The government, the government auctioned it off. You know how much they yeah. sold it for? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you right yeah, now. They the sold it for sure it's it, a lot. Yeah, no, no. So he bought it. So he bought. So he had bought it previously for two million dollars. Mm-hmm. They sold it for. Uh, I don't think they actually released the price, but hold on, let me see if I can find it. Hold on. Uh, I mean, they're supposed it's supposed to be released to the oh, public. Oh, so they bought it to release it? No, 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 no. They haven't said that, but I'm saying they, according to the contract of whoever owns that album, it has to be released by twenty at, at, uh, after the year twenty one oh three. So, oh my gosh, that's part of the contract. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the contract. Yeah, Wu Tang is for real, I, bro. They are, they are out there, bro. RZA's the shit, dude. I love yeah. RZA, dude. If yeah, you want yeah. to talk about somebody who fucking can yeah. market himself, that's RZA, man. He's like, listen, you could buy this album, but you can't release it till twenty one oh three. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't think. Yeah, they have. They they never said how much the the guy paid for it. Uh, but yeah, no, they never said how much. Yeah, but it was the government. Was is part of the government's seven point three million dollar forfeiture from Martin mm-hmm. Shkreli yeah. to the government when he got arrested and all that shit. But yeah, it was funny, dude. All it, it says, funny. I'd like to hear that. It says album. about it's a shame that I'll never hear it. Is that but. he owed seven point four million dollars, and they sold off some assets, and afterwards he had reduced his amount owed by about five million. So we don't know. So How they probably of... sold that shit for like three mil, dude. Somebody bought that there, shit. Right? It's got to be between you, you know the the one and five. You, yeah, it's like a golden case, isn't it? Yes, like, like, it's like yeah. A cool, like, yeah, it looks like it's like some. It looks like one of those like like ancient Eastern yeah. philosophical yeah. tomes yeah. from like like fucking yeah, like, it's like the Dalai Lama. Like yeah. no shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And no Wait, one's gonna. Wait, hear you, did you say that <laughs> the Dalai Lama? Okay, whatever. Yes. It does look like some sort of like golden, like I don't know, yeah, like an idol, maybe. Yeah, yeah. an idol, like dude, a Dalai Lama. Yeah. Like, look up the picture. Who does it like material items? And you're saying he's got a platinum gold? Look at it. Yeah. Look at it, dude. Okay, yeah. I'm showing the picture, FYI. Nobody can see it, but look you at it. Look at just dude. Text it, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna send you the fucking article, yeah. dude. It's like a box, like a steel box. It's yeah. insane, dude. But and it's and 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 there's there's, there's two albums. It's a double. It's a double album. One album is called the Shao, uh, Shaolin School. The other one's called the Ala School. Mm. So fucking RZA, dude. Fucking RZA. Okay. All right, well, I'm gonna go past that one. And um, so this week uh, was a CinemaCon. Mm. You know this. Yeah. And they and they watch trailers. So pretty soon you're gonna see trailers coming out uh, from CinemaCon. But. One of the trailers they saw at CinemaCon was the new Matrix. Thank you for yeah, bringing yeah. us up. I'm glad you did to too. Discuss. I read about it. I read about it. Yeah. So, so okay. So, what I was able to glean from the articles of the Matrix, they've released the name, and the name of the movie is called The Matrix Resurrection. Resurrection. <laughs> Whoa. Anyways, it's what's Whoa, called. It's I called, know it's, kung fu. It's called the Matrix <laughs> Resurrections. Whoa, I know kung fu. Yeah, that's what it's <laughs> called. That's the entire title. Uh-huh. No, and and supposedly, and and I totally. This is where, this is where, in my mind, the best movie out of the whole trilogy was the second one. This where? is why, and I will fight no, you. I'd like God. to know why. Yes. Fists, fists are coming. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. I'm not happy. Tell about you this. because. I just like Eric loves a good melodrama. Uh-huh. I love when a when a, when a when a director builds you up in the first movie, 
and then fucking tears you down and say what you thought was real was a fucking myth, dude. I love it when they do that because that takes balls, dude. That takes absolute balls to just destroy the myth that was totally built because it's easy to do when you've got the budget for the third movie in the pocket already. Hell yeah. That's why he did it. That's (laughs) why they did it. Hell yeah, dude. That's why it's like, yo, we got the money. Fuck it. Let's make both movies concurrently, which is what they did. Just watch Lord of the Rings movies. They're way better at that. Okay. No, but they didn't didn't destroy the myth. They kept the myth going. This one destroyed because in in the first one, we all thought Neo was this whole thing, this hyper being. But then we find out that Neo's like on a constant loop. There's always a Neo, which is what this is. So apparently in the trailer, it's 60 years after the original Matrix issue, the war. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Neo, Mr. Anderson has been reborn. So the Neo Neo's come back. Okay. As a reborn as a reborn Anderson in the Matrix. And he's so it's the Matrix again. one again? It's the Matrix one. It's like another it's like another oh, Matrix all on. over again. That's kind of disappointing. But then of course you have what's his name? Uh Yaya Abdul Mateen, the guy from Candyman, I think. He's in the movie also. I think he plays a younger like Morpheus, some shit like that. I don't know. Somebody but I mean, like, but Jada Pinkett Smith's in it again. I mean, there's a. Isn't, I mean, isn't uh, Homegirl in it? Carrie. Um, Carrie Ann Moss. She's yeah, yeah, in it again. In it, so right. I don't know how they're doing it. I re- I mean, the thing is, is that like you have one of the Wachowskis. Uh, I think it's Lana who's Lana, who's, yeah. who's, who's doing the movie. She wrote the movie too. Mm-hmm. So there, I, I'm sure she understands. I can't just fucking rehash the same shit. But I think for the trailer, they just kind of let did a little bit of fan service. You know, they just did some scenes for everybody to get fucking excited about it. But mm-hmm. I think knowing them, they're going to do something completely different with it. It's supposed to release in December, right? Yep, December and that's on, on HBO, HBO Max. Max too, right? Yeah. yeah, baby. TV and movie theater. So I can watch mm-hmm. that shit at home and just chill, baby. <laughs> so yeah. here's the real question I think we should be talking about here. Um, and thank you for that. Thank you for that input, Eric. Derek, uh, go ahead. And- <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to get previous Keanu Matrix choreography? Or are we going to get John Wick upgrades? I, I would love it's to a see. Different, it's a different style. It is a different style. But here's the thing, though, dude. The reason why he's doing so well with John Wick is because of his Tai Chi training. And I think that I hopefully, I hope, I really hope, I don't know. I'm going to look in IMDb. I really, really hope that Wu Ping showed up for, for this one too. Because he did all the choreography for the first three movies. If he didn't do it for this yeah, one. Yeah, and the choreography of the, in those first three movies are, are outrageous. Dude. It's incredible. It's like, it I watched incredible. them recently too. And I was just like, this is like still standing really, really tall. It really, like, it does. It, yeah. it, like, it translates well it's now. Beautiful. Like, it, it yeah. holds up. Yeah, it holds it's up. well done. I yeah. think so. I think that the choreography, I, I agree, it was incredible. It is still mm. remarkable. Mm. Um, but the the styles and the tones of the choreography that we have today are different. Yeah, and and I'm I'm curious to see if they stick too close to one side or the other. Stick back to the classics, and so it seems a little bit dated, or too mm. far to the current times where it doesn't seem like matrix at all you know like they're gonna have to find that balance to make it still appealing by our current standards right but not a total ripoff 
of yeah. or a total um like like ignoring the the first three films you know not counting yeah, animatrix yeah. i mean i feel like they would they'd have to be smart to at least pull from the first three i feel like honestly and, and this might be me being a naive or ignorant like guy when it comes to action films or, or kung fu action films i feel like if they did the same thing that they did in the first film just had some more cool shit now that we have better technology I think it would be fine. Like yeah, it would, it would still make money. Type, it would be amazing. Yeah, I don't think. And, and, gonna... and, and I think what I think we've come to the point now where what they did in the previous Matrix, and I, and I and according to the articles, their bullet time is back. So, mm. so that's always a good. Which thing. is probably going to look outrageously good at this point. Yeah, yeah the CG yeah. are they going to try and film it? I don't know. Honestly, I go? think they should film it. I and really I think, think they, they should film, film it because <laughs> it's going to look amazing, especially because the cameras they were using back in the day are nothing back in the day i say it was like what 20 years ago yeah i know 20 yeah, years can ago can you imagine 300 <laughs> like i don't know like red all around red dragon, dragon cameras. x yeah, cameras like, yeah, exactly there. just that would be unbelievable so I like mean, data, they could do the, oh my gosh the, i mean, I, mean I think what's, i think yeah. we've come yeah. to the point in, in core in fight choreography that you have a master like Yung Ping, but you have people who have probably studied under him have dealt with fighting choreography with him and people that those people have top people, so I think we've come to the point where where we're still going to get fantastic fight scenes just because you know look at John Wick, and I mean even still I mean I don't know if you guys saw have seen the movie that's kind of like the female John Wick that a uh, Gunpowder Milkshake on Netflix. Mm-mm. I mean it's almost the same type of style. It's a bullet ballet just like John Wick, and 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 they do some amazing fight choreography. And Michelle Yeoh's in the movie. She's fucking amazing in the movie. So it's just I think we've come to the point where I think we'll be okay in regards to that front. But I really, I can't wait to see how they do bullet time. I really can't wait to see how they yeah, do Yeah, I mean, it's going to be the CGI that was in the other Matrix movie was, yeah. some of the CGI was, was like, yeah, especially now. When you're looking at it now, yeah. you're like, that was, did not stand the test of time. And I was, I was like, no. oh man, I remember being, this being like really well, maybe, maybe fucking awesome. Maybe if you're awesome. watching it, you know, on, does not look that great. Now it doesn't look as good. If you're watching it in a waiting room or on your phone, it looks fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so dude, it's too... I have a, yeah, yeah, so a branching have question one? here. So, um, okay. did, did well, first off, did you guys? Well, I'm going to go off into some topics that I know Eric loves to hear, right? And it's not, it's not Marvel. It's very close. Oh, that's a shocker. Star Wars. So, um, <laughs> I accept that over Marvel. All right, well, let's talk about some anime then. Did you guys see oh, the Star go. Wars go, anime guys. trailer? <laughs> <Fun. laughs> Visions. <laughs> So uh, the new Star Wars show Visions released its trailer. That looks really good. Don't even don't even knock Eric. That looks fucking amazing. Oh my yeah, god! I'm just gonna am, look at my phone while you guys talk about I, this. You better be watching this fucking video because this YouTube video, I dude. Seen it. Yeah, you need oh to watch god. it. It's really good. It looks it really is. good. That looks amazing. Okay, so what so did you say it was? It, it's, it's called, called Star Wars Visions. And it what's the deal? I shared with it? it. I shared it in the group. Okay. It's like an, it's it's an anthology series. So it's different oh. stories. Okay. It's different okay. stories yeah, by different did. anime directors, and each story is different and done in a different way. Different but like, animation a, styles and studios and all that. And they, so they, it's they like make that it, they, Love and Robots show on yes. Netflix. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 yes. And the thing is, is that they do everything, but like there's they they, they you it's it's Star Wars, but there a lot of them still have that straight like Japanese feel, like samurai mm-hmm. style. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, if you think about it, that's what Star Wars was at its core. It's a mm-hmm. samurai movie right. at its mm-hmm. core. Right. So, well, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I think 
Well, I was going to say it's more uh, Lone Wolf and Cub, but it's basically the same thing, right? So It's a samurai. I, story, I agree. That's why. The you're fuck not, is, I'm not correcting you. I chose to not correct you, Eric. And I'm getting yelled at for not correcting you, but I chose to, to not these, do. Listen to these two nerds okay. just talking about anyway, stupid my point, shit. My point. Sup, nerds? Tomas, you saw the trailer. Of course. I was drooling. It takes all of the best animation <laughs> combat styles of the smallest anime studios out there, and it brought it yeah, to something dude. that is like got a fandom out the ass. I will, I will tell you, my favorite part of the whole trailer was literally three seconds long. It's the scene where that one Jedi, I think he's a Sith, he pulls he he pulls his his lightsaber out of his belt. But the way like he comes out quickly, like it's a katana, even though what he's doing so is timing sick. it as it's coming out. It's not like as if it's in a you fucking You so nerdy. It's not even it's like it's, Watch the it's trailer like, and then you'll be like nerding out so hard. It was hard. literally like, I was like, oh, oh, oh. You know what I mean? Like it was like. Like the nerdiest I saw, shit of I all time. saw that coming out, dude. And I was like, it's like as if it's in a scabbard, but there's no scabbard. It's literally just coming out of the, the handle. Oh, but yeah, it God. was cool as shit. It's I'm cool surrounded by nerds. Like, Everyone look, I, I look like here. in my life is a massive nerd. We just talked for 20 minutes about Kanye's shit album, okay? <laughs> you even said it was bad, and we still talked for 20 minutes about something that was terrible, okay? We spent 20 minutes to get to the point of it's not his best work, okay? Derek, how dare you hurt my feelings like this? Okay, I'm talking about you. badass how fucking shit you? here. Where do you get off? Look at the balls on this guy. Balls on this guy. I don't care. The ones that got cut off that were all like swollen. (laughs) Kanye will never get to a level that he is cooler than samurais. Okay. Okay. I mean, it depends on who you talk to. That's probably true. I'll be honest with you. I bet you money. I bet you a hundred times, a hundred bucks, dude. Kanye, I know Kanye's a fucking nerd. Don't get me. I know oh, no, he, he is. is. No, a million. And percent. I'm sure he loves samurai flicks, bro. He he's probably big, does. Well, yeah. no, he's big into anime. Look at Stronger. Yeah. Stronger's video yeah. is 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 Akira. Yeah, yeah. It's his version yeah. of Akira. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, no, but it's that that I can't wait for that to come out. It's coming out actually. Like I think it comes out like in two weeks. Where, what is like this that. being released on? On Disney Plus. Yeah, it's all Star Wars. So it'll be is Disney it premium Plus Disney Plus or is it just straight? No, Disney no, no, no. It's their show. It's gonna be a show. show. All right, yeah, I'm gonna watch it. You let me know yeah. when it comes out. Bullshit. I'm gonna watch yeah. it. Bullshit! You'll watch it. I'm calling you now. Hold on, you hold won't on. watch shit. We're gonna. Se- <laughs> I'm, gonna se- I'm gonna segue this conversation into some like into Kirk some real just shit. Went real now. hard to me, man. Yeah, dude, he, he just is. looked up to me I'm really like, hard. It's, it's, I'm really trying to get a little worried and concerned yeah, for Derek. Man, I, think- I feel like if we were in the same room, he would have hit me. That's yeah, what is your egg priority? <laughs> have you seen it? So Bruh, about- I've been so talking about. Are you talking about shit? <laughs> for like three weeks. I was what doing was other things. Was it <laughs> masturbating? Maybe. What was it? <laughs> you could have done this too at the same time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, hold on. I'm trying to write, I'm trying to write this shit down. Sorry, what was the name of that story? That that show again was called. It was called. It was called Transistor Radio Penis Head. Is that what it was called? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. The fuck <laughs> are you talking about? Eric and I are having gonna, a shouting match. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know. We're trying to argue here. Okay. You're getting in the way. But, but the real name was <laughs> Pinto Beans. Ovum. Yeah. Ovum. <laughs> Snickers bars. Derek's mom. <laughs> no offense. I, that I'm was so wrong. Done. Derek's mom's so probably insane. I'm so done. Derek's mom was the same. I think, I think doesn't, doesn't your grandma listen to the show, Derek? Does she? 
Dear God, I hope not. Oh, um, I think grandma, she, I think she's doing, grandma, Derek's grandma. Yeah, Derek's grandma was here. It was just a joke. Um, your your daughter's a saint. opened with a giant testicle joke. <laughs> no, Tomas opened with a giant oh, joke. And it wasn't a joke. It was real life. Oh, we are yeah. not All right. So, all right. So now since we're I talking about Disney Plus. And this should happen. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going. No, no. All case in point. That's that is a fantastic show. I can't wait for it. It's but it's got it's funny because the, the trailer has all these like anime tropes, which is absolutely hilarious. It's just funny as shit. I can't wait for it to come out. I'm it's fan service. I'm okay with that. Complete. I'm okay with it too. I can't wait me. to shit all over it, guys. We'll talk about it. <laughs> you, dude. No, you won't because you'll never see it. You'll never see. It. You, you like, might be right. You might be right. Like, like <laughs> you might be right. You might be right. I like, can't even lie. Like fantastic steak. <laughs> ambiguity <laughs> that's honestly like hold on hold on real quick honestly like like for real like i've been looking at other anime shit since we've been watching this like just doing a little research for fun why are the names so weird and outrageous are you, I are you saying that like, Japanese culture names are strange? Is that what? No, what do you no, mean? that's not what I do. Not I'm trying, I know you don't mean mouth. that. That's do why I'm trying. Words I know you mouth. don't mean that. Okay, but Derek, I want some do clarity. Not. <laughs> I uh, this is not uh, this is not making anything. I listen. I love Japanese culture. Like I love. Oh my god! Food. We know that you're not being racist. What are you trying to say? <laughs> Yeah, Derek is on one today. Right, dude. What are you smoking tonight, Derek? Yeah, I, mean, I like what Derek. I like what Derek. Both hating on this anime trilogy, I, and I you like fucking what, loved it. I like when Derek just sits there and shakes his head. Man, he's really coming. He's coming correct today, man. Like, <laughs> no, but the names of the movies and stuff. Like, why are they so strange? And sometimes they, they most times, like, I feel like a lot of times they don't have anything to do with what the show or the movie's about. Okay, are you talking about like movie titles or character yes. names? No, no, I, Movie titles, both. movie okay. titles, not character names. Okay, yeah. movie titles. Okay, so the languages are not in any way alike. I'm I'm very aware of that. Thank you so, for, for pointing so that there's out. There's no Thanks. way to direct. It's wasn't, not, my point <laughs> is, there's if you no didn't Latin say that, books, I would have never no thought translate, that. Translate right. <laughs> yeah. There's not a direct translate okay. translation for <laughs> a lot of things. So that, that's I don't. I'm not saying that you're stupid. Obviously, it's it. it <laughs> I, I think that's what you're saying. No, I did not. <laughs> I Derek, expect you more on, than Derek. that to say it out loud. I, 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 Derek, I, Derek, 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 Derek. I expect you more than that to say it out loud. Derek, Derek, Derek I can't hear you. You got to get down off your high horse for a second. I yeah, can't for really real. Hear you, bro. Oh my god. Okay. He's just anime is very serious to him, and he. I think that this is like. An amalgamation of us just shitting on, like, or especially no. me shitting on anime. No, that I can tell you, his, I can tell you exactly what this is. This is like you've got your food, your little tray of food. You uh-huh. picked it yourself. You love every part of it, and then you literally take a shit on it uh-huh. because it's anime. And then you turn <laughs> around and say, "Let me just eat this up real quick, and can I have some more?" Like no. you chose this, and then you enjoyed it. And now you what 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 come on I didn't no no you chose this Derek <laughs> you chose this I didn't choose anime you did <laughs> okay, okay. I, it's, I it's just had to choose true, one movie but you did pick Paprika 
I had to choose one movie, <laughs> and we're going to talk about it. I'm not going to say anything about it right now, but we're going to talk okay. about it. Okay, I got one last thing before we oh, go. God, to we're not done yet. Damn. No, no, because you decided to talk about fucking Kanye for 20 minutes, bro. <laughs> It's not just me. I know. I know. We're all talking about this Kanye, but we're blaming this is, this is why I don't bring news, okay? This is exactly why I don't bring news. This is why you should bring news. For I don't cook like dinner this. in this house, yeah. okay? <laughs> this is why you should bring news for moments like this, bro. I love it when you participate, Eric. Yeah, yeah. All right, now this is a quick one, and I'm going to piggyback off of the Disney Plus aspect. So um, I don't know if what happened when you were well maybe not you Derek because you weren't born yet but when Fuck Eric when you were off. a kid <laughs> do you remember a movie in the nineties early nineties mm-hmm. starring the beautiful Jennifer Connelly the great Timothy Dalton yeah and uh, of course a guy named by the name of uh, William Campbell actor um, a, re- a relative unknown back then uh, known Jen- as the Rocketeer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, I, yeah, yeah. I have seen that one. The Rocketeer yeah. was a great movie. Derek, you've never heard of it. Come on, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't great, but the guy wants to stop the Nazis. It's not Derek, that you've never heard of it. Derek, okay, you're thinking about Indiana Jones. We're not talking you know, about that. We're very talking different. about the Rocketeer. He's, gonna, he's like on a jetpack thing and he rockets around. <laughs> Derek, you're thinking of pilot wings on Super Nintendo. Oh my god. What are talking about? Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't believe you we're brought talking up about the, wings. We're talking about the Rocketeer. It's a film. <laughs> Brought a pilot wings. What the fuck? Actually, I'm so sorry, Derek. He knows what we're talking about. I'm I know sorry. He knows. I know he knows. That's why I'm fucking with. No, How no, no, do you yeah. think that I don't know what? Like, okay, because you're on. 14 Here's years point. old. Here's the point. Hold on. Let me get to it. I'm gonna jump straight through the point here. I don't know Rocketeer, but I do know Pilot Wings. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you had one of those. You got one of those retro, those new SNES uh, ones that they released like, like a year ago. Thing were lesser if known. Wings is on that. That's why be the pilot it. wings, right? That's oh, the one thing no me. one knows. No, but oh, you bought that thing, that oh. new little SES, Ooh, SNES. Okay. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. Okay, hold on. Let me just let's get back to this. We're good. We really have to go to the movie. But... Oh, I'm so sorry, Derek. We fucked with him too much. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you can't drink anything with a high alcohol content, Eric. No. <laughs> No, I just no, start making fun of Derek the whole time. But I'm so happy that up. you do. This it makes it so much <laughs> makes this just so incredible. So anyway, so according to Deadline, all right, mm-hmm. they are making a movie called The Return of the Rocketeer. That's the name of the oh, movie. Oh, really? Interesting. It takes uh, yeah, okay. Well, that's the name right now, but who knows? It's it's going to take place after the events of the first one, but after World War II cuz the first one took place I think in like yeah. 1938, 37 something like that, like early, like late 30s. There so were the Nazis, Nazis involved, yeah. Yes, yes, because they were just getting into kind of like they were just taking over. They had just taken over Germany and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's being produced by David Oyelowo. Mm-hmm. Really? Um, I don't know. Yeah, he's producing it. Uh, okay. Derek, do you know who that is? Not a clue. But please okay, continue. So David Oyelowo, <laughs> he played Martin Luther King in that movie Selma. Yeah. He's been. He's in a he's lot of. Like, I think stuff. you might be pronouncing his last Oyelowo? name wrong. Oyelowo. Oyelowo. Uh, I, I'm not going to even try because I don't want to fail. Either way, I, I don't it, think. But I, I apologize, David. David, oh, I'm, sure he's, I'm sure he gets it all the time. I highly doubt he's really. I, yeah. <laughs> so he he's in a lot of movies. He's a very good character. A very good actor. Great in actor. General. Yeah. Great actor in general. He's in Queen of Katwe, which is a good movie too. Um, he plays like the chess teacher. Anyway, so him and his wife or his sister, whoever it is, Jessica and David Oyelowo, they 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 they, they, they do a brochure company, and they have. The producing rights to the Rocketeer. They were they spoke with Disney. And they got the producing rights, and they're making the movie. And he's going to be starring in it. He's going to be 
a retired Tuskegee Airman that ends oh, up wow. with ends up with the 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 the, the, the Rockets jetpack. Okay. Yeah, the Rocketeer jetpack. I don't know whatever happens and you know hijinks ensues, but either way, um, he's got it. The person who's writing it is the guy who wrote um, Jessica Jones and Raising Dion on Netflix. Okay. Um, and so I mean, I I honestly can't wait. They haven't said when it's coming out. I mean, it's going to be in the vein of the first one, kind of the look of it. But I, I, I'm so, honestly, I'm excited for. It. Have you I watched? For it. Have you watched The Rocketeer recently? Yes, I have. Do you do you still enjoy it? I I still enjoy it because I haven't watched it since probably. Honestly, I honestly, I enjoyed it. And the thing is, is that if you, I don't know about you, Eric, you may not like it. But the thing is that I enjoyed. I loved like, it. Captain, as a kid. I, I enjoyed Captain America: First Avenger, and it's the same mm-hmm. director as Joe Johnston. Yeah, he's got and this kind of style with it. Didn't Joe Johnston also direct a Jurassic Park? Didn't he direct uh, one he of them? He did Jurassic Park like the three. second one or oh, he the third, third one? He did three. He did the third mm-hmm. one, and he also did the first Jumanji, the oh, one with Robin Williams. That's a great. How do you motherfuckers movie. remember this shit? Because, because we're we like, yeah, we bro. like movies, bro. Okay, <laughs> I'm looking at this we like David movies. guy, and I don't think I've seen one of his movies ever. You've never seen Interstellar? Uh, yeah, dude, you've never. Oh, you know I have who seen he is. You know he was. He was. He was the teacher. He had like a five minute role in that movie. Yeah, so he was in five minutes. Dude, him as Martin Luther King was transcendent. He was He amazing. got nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that, he was that amazing. Movie, a bunch of his movies have been nominated for a lot of big shit. I don't yeah, know how. He was, he's he, a was good uh, actor. he was in the the Butler, Lee Daniels Butler. He so was the Queen of Katawe. He was he was the son. Roma, he was the son. Nightingale, oh, the was Butler. Younger. He was young as fuck back then. Yeah. Middle of did nowhere. You guys actually, can I point something? Did you guys look at my shirt? I did. I noticed that you're wearing the shirt <laughs> from the. There will be blood. Is your favorite your favorite movie? It's not my favorite movie, but it's up there. It was a great probably movie. In, probably <laughs> in the top twenty. It's probably in the top twenty. It's Daniel <laughs> well, Day-Lewis how many? How many, P- how many PT Andersons are in your top twenty? There's a few. I think all of them, probably. Not all of them, but there's probably four. <laughs> and this is I'm... one of them. <laughs> so, Doesn't he have like movies. six movies? I mean, I'm just kidding. No, he's got like, I think he's got like eight. I think he's got eight. So 50% of his films are in my top 20. <laughs> Which is the highest one, though? So, guys, I, I I think this is controversial. I think I need to talk about this with people. Boogie Nights? I was I was watching his movies again because they released some of them on Netflix. For some reason, I guess he's got like some sort of deal that his movies are on Netflix. Magnolia has always been my favorite film for years. Oh God! And, and then I watched, watched it, again. it the other day, and I was like, "This doesn't hit the same way." Oh, it doesn't. Grown, I don't know what's dude. going on. Something. It's not hitting the same way. I think it's amazing. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't hit the same way, and it doesn't hit to me the same way that Boogie Nights does. Yeah, Boogie Nights is fucking I think that Boogie Nights might be my favorite movie of all time. My favorite movie of all time is about a fucking porn I'm a, star. I'm a fucking star, bro. It's I'm a, a fucking yeah, star. <laughs> my favorite film about it might be Boogie Nights now, and it's and it's I think it's about a porn star. I watched like that and Punch Drunk Love and, and a couple of his other films recently instead of watching Eggs Protein Pancakes. But um <laughs> A bad choice you made. <laughs> it was a bad choice because I'm like having inner turmoil that I think that Magnolia might not be my favorite movie. Anymore. It's been my favorite movie since I've been like 17 years old, and I don't. I think, think it here, is. here it is, is that it's, and and then that's a perfect example of how like 
you know, tastes and and yeah, and you grow opinions up. change. Yeah. yeah, because because remember what you said, dude. When we first did, when we when you first came on and we talked about Raging Bull, not Raging Bull, uh, fucking Taxi Driver. You were like, when you were in college, Taxi Driver was the shit. Yeah, and then you watch it now, and you're like, what the fuck did I just watch? No, oh, so Magnolia is not like that. Let me make that. No, that no, I know, I know, I know, I know. Amazing film. I'm saying what I'm talking about is what I'm talking about taste change. Yeah, yeah. What I'm talking about is like taste change. Yes, if they you know, do. Opinions change as you go through the process. And yeah. It's like, you know, I mean, I mean, I don't know. It, it, I can totally see that, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, but think, I don't know. I got to think about it more. But watch, I just watch Rocketeer. Just, just yeah. I think just as a sheer popcorn flick, dude, I, I enjoy it all. The okay. time. I've seen it like four times since it's on Disney Plus. I've seen it like three, four times already. I don't even give a shit anymore. I'm so happy I watch it because mm-hmm. it, it takes me back because I think it's just the director, which is uh, Joe Johnson has like this sensibility where it's just kind of like he does great for he makes movies. like fun he also just makes fun movies you know yeah. like entertainment to the core you know to the core yeah that's yeah. all he does anyways all right I, I so, something to say, Derek, is, real quick, I real quick. Derek, yeah. Like, yeah okay you want to talk um, about um transistor radio motherfuckers from the site okay come gutters are you done <laughs> Go ahead. I guess not. Go ahead, ahead, Derek. Okay, so I want to ask this because both of you guys seem to do something I've I've never been good at. Like I don't, I hardly remember any celebrities' name, let alone producers or or directors Mm -hmm. for that matter. I do enjoy the film, but I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not that person. Um, so for people who do, you know, follow an individual in the industry's career, right? Whether it be an actor or you know a, a director or whatever. Do, do the same way that you you remember like Wes Anderson or or Steven uh-huh. Spielberg? Mm-hmm. Do you and not on the same level of like proficiency, right? But do you remember also like that directors of like Disney movies or Pixar movies or or DreamWorks movies are those directors not like not not respected? for me? Yeah, like not, I mean, no, no, they're respected. Don't get me wrong, I respect like, those like, dudes. Like yeah. I mean, like the the Pixar movies are a little different because I kind of follow more of the guys who are the original Pixar guys like Andrew like Lasseter isn't that like guy Lasseter, Lasseter? Yeah. Andrew which was a total piece of shit but either way Lasseter Stanton Pete Doctor um those three guys who have made other films um in I recognize those guys and then there's a lady who's like she's the one that's done Frozen a few times and she did mm-hmm. Brave I forgot her name but she's 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 like 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 come up on the on that side too and I mean it's just it depends. I mean, you have some guys who like like um forgot their names, man. There's a few animation directors that have like done well, and I and I can totally pick them out. I took because I can totally understand their style and their animation style is very keen to them. Like um like Brad Bird. Brad Bird directed Iron Giant, The Incredibles, and they mm. all have that same look. Sure, sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Ratatouille. They all look the same. Oh, he did Ratatouille. You know? That was a little yeah, bit. He did Ratatouille. It was a little different. What do you? Don't talk to me. That's it. No, 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 no. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. What I mean is the styles are different. Like I could see no, Iron Giant to Incredibles, but Incredibles no. to Ratatouille. That's not. No, no. You no, you can look at look at Linguini, the guy who the character Linguini, and then look at the character design in in uh, Incredibles. Actually, <laughs> okay. I'm, this is where I go deep. I go fucking knuckles. Oh, all right. God. The the, the Linguini is the character in Ratatouille, <sighs> but if you watch the Incredibles. The same guy who does the voice of Linguini does the voice of the burglar that Mister Incredible sees on the rooftop where he meets, uh, where he meets Elastigirl. It's the same, but okay, guy. So, 
And it's exactly the same character look. They look exactly the same. Okay, so this is this. Okay, first off, what you're defining is a voice actor's career, right? They they do yes. that all the time. Um, but, but why is it so person. different in a Disney movie? Like we don't, like you don't look at like uh, God, what's what uh, Tomb Raider movie with Angelina Jolie and uh, the Smiths in it with Angelina Jolie, and you're like, oh God, it's the same oh, girl. It's, they're, they're 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 different directors though. That's the thing. No, no. When it comes to animation, there's different. There's animation design, and the animation design in all these movies, even in Iron Giant, they look very similar to each other to everything else. So, anyways, I I appreciate animation and I respect the hell out of those guys, but to just me, don't I follow don't, them the same way. Yeah, I won't follow them the same way because I'm not interested. Like I, especially when it comes to like the technical side of filmmaking, like you don't know. Like I I I want to be a live action. Like I'm a I'm a live action filmmaker. That's what I'm mm-hmm. interested in. So yeah. that's doesn't mean I don't respect the art. Like I there's a lot of animation that I think is amazing, but I don't know those dudes. But, but he, like but, I could I mm. could tell you though, you know, who who uh PT Anderson's editor is. I could tell you who Martin Scorsese's yeah. editor is. I could tell you who Wes Anderson I could tell you their editors. I could tell you who their director of photography of choices. <laughs> but like I don't I don't know shit about like the people that so make what, animation. What you're describing here is just flavor choices, right? Pretty and much, like country yeah, versus you, rap, you, right? you learn about things. You learn about things that you're the most interested in. Absolutely. And, I mean, you, I, okay. yeah. and 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 for me, it's just I just go. I'm like a fucking like like birdshot. I just go everywhere, mm-hmm. dude. I'll I'll touch on everything. I'll go down right the rabbit hole for everything. Like if I hear a voice in animation, I'm like, who the fuck is that guy? And I just go down that person's like career mm-hmm. or like the, the, whoever's a director in a movie or an, an, an editor. Like, like I love that Quentin Tarantino uses Sally Menka as his music coordinator in every one of his fucking movies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I thought like she was, wait, Sally well, Menka, I thought she's his, her, his editor. She's no longer with us. Actually, she died. Yeah. She unfortunately. Away. I love how she, but she, she was amazing. Her, like, she was amazing. She was amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And but yeah. he uses her, and he's used. Yeah. He used like the same like person to handle all his music, everything yeah. like his album, the soundtracks. I mean, it's. I mean, I love how they use the same people, and it's yep. just it's fantastic. Like well, a lot of the like, good ones do because they find yeah, like, their like, they find their their niche and they make it happen. Like, you know, like Paul Schrader is a Scorsese like he's his writer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, and then he has this new movie coming out that's coming out pretty soon, actually. Yeah. So. But anyways, I think we've gone way off topic. Yeah, we have. We're and done with news. Over an hour too. We've honestly. been over an hour it's thanks to Kanye. Much. We've done too long, bro. And we only so- talked about Kanye for like <laughs> ten minutes. Okay. Then I had a All fight right. with Derek for twenty minutes straight. <laughs> All right. So now what we're gonna do is we're gonna go to our refill portion of the episode. Uh, if you need to go see a Man About a Dog, or as we say, uh, go take a shake the dew off the lily. Please proceed to do that, and uh, we will get back shortly. Peace out. See you in a bit. <laughs> And we're back from the refill portion of the episode. I hope everybody got uh, another cup of whatever they were drinking. Um, I went to stay with the same. I had before a little uh, Bacardi and Coke Zero, as they say, um, or as I say all the time. Uh, Derek, what did you get, man? 
Um, okay, so you remember a couple episodes ago, I brought that, uh, you, you added rum chata and this coffee, and it was yeah. kind of supposed to be like a spiked coffee drink. Mm-hmm. It, it was all right. I didn't have the right ingredients. I can't get the right ingredients. Apparently, like, can't get it anywhere. I don't know. Whatever. Damn you, so, COVID. So <laughs> one of those ingredients from that drink was this nitro cold brew from Kahlua. Um, I'm going to try this uh, because I expect it to be awful. Um, I have a backup, and I'll just go to another can of the Rebel Cold Brew. That well, I pop that shit open. Let me get some ASMR action off that dude. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, bro. Wrap the- oh, buddy. Ooh. I probably should have <laughs> like stirred this or something, but oh yeah, that's that's just terrible. <laughs> what does it taste like? <laughs> it tastes like um, it tastes like liquid that's been drained off a stripper's ass. Is that what it tastes like? It tastes like somebody made like uh I don't know I don't know what the name of the drink is, but like if you had some espresso with cream and it's not like frothed or anything, it's just mixed in there. And it's been in the fridge and it's kind of separated. Oh. Like like we're talking about like 30 minutes, it's been in the fridge, right? And it, it's not good. Did it's you good did time. you shake it? No. No. I was supposed did you to shake it like your mama? No. Put your thumb it. on the top of that hole and just shake it, bro. Mm, I shake stirred it, it a little shake bit. Shake it, shake it, shake it. Pour it, it into sweet? a cup. Is it sweet? You, I bet you if you poured it into a cup, it would mix well. Look is, it, <laughs> is it sweet? He shook it. He shook it. Is it sweet? No, it's definitely not sweet. Um, no, this is this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're having. This yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't look like you're enjoying it. No, oh, it and I didn't even realize it only has it has less alcohol than my other low alcohol beverage. Fuck that! Toss that shit aside, dude. <laughs> well, I know I can know I can pour this out and the other three. <laughs> Back to Rebel. Bad choices. <laughs> That's what we do here. That's what I get for choices. trying new things. I should have just stuck with what I didn't knew. No, I always try new things. I appreciate you for trying new things, Derek. Eric, what I do you appreciate got going you on guys here? for trying new anime. <laughs> <laughs> I was complimenting you, dickwad. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know. I, I guess what are you I'm drinking? Protesting your decision. Are you, are you um, sticking with the pumpkinator? I got. I'm just finishing the bottle. I got a little bit left here. Finishing, finishing the bottle of pumpkinator, man. Nice. It's, been, bro. it's a beautiful drink. Yeah. And then what? Sass. Straight vodka? No, then I'm going to water because uh, <laughs> water, whatever. water, water, All right. All right. whatever. Are you going to water? No, no, we're not going to harass him because he says words different. But but All saying right, I mean, water is, is your, fun. This is your chance. This is your chance, Eric. I mean, I fuck saying with you water is fun. Okay, let's just enjoy it a little bit. <laughs> dude, that was your opportunity because I'd be fucking with you all the time, dude. <laughs> oh, except I'm right. I, I, I just have to know that I'm right. That's all I care about. <laughs> oh, Jesus! All right, all right. So the movie. All right, so here's Derek. the movie. We're, we're talking about the movie. Uh, Derek chose the anime uh, anime classic motion pictures because it is considered I, a no, classic. Eric, Eric did, actually. Eric. Eric, Eric sorry. It. Eric, my bad, Eric. Eric chose the anime classic motion Strong, picture. Wrong, handsome guy. Motion picture Paprika. It's, uh, strangely enough, it is a... We, apparently, we had a Satoshi Kon double feature because he directed this motion picture Because he's great. Well. Because he's good. He's a good director. He has some good stuff. And he's out. And, and as you and there's a lot of similarities between Perfect Blue and Paprika. Um. So so it was came it came out in 2006. Uh. Strangely enough, there was I always felt like these felt long these movies 
his movies felt long because there's so much going on, but they're only an hour and a half, which is kind of strange. Yeah. But, but yeah, so I mean, dense. There, there are dense though. Eric, if you don't mind, do you have the, uh, the synopsis? I sure up? do. Go ahead and get, lay it on us, bro. When a machine that allows therapists <laughs> to enter their patients' <laughs> dreams is stolen. Say it again. Say it again. again. What a, what a machine that laughs. Sorry. I don't know what it's Do it or don't do it. Just go. I'm doing it. Okay. <laughs> when a machine that allows therapists to enter their patients' dreams is stolen, all hell breaks loose. Only a young female therapist, Paprika, can stop it. You know what's funny? Is that... That uh, that synopsis. There's so much wrong with that synopsis right now. There's so much that there wasn't even the key points of the movie. <laughs> I mean, it's just great, and I love that about it because it's totally it totally encapsulates a perfect Satoshi Kon synopsis. Synopsis because it's absolutely wrong in every way, shape, and form. <laughs> I think that everything that we talk about today and our interpretations of this film are all absolutely wrong as well. I feel I like I think so too. There is nothing. That we can do to know exactly the what's part, going okay, on in this film. You already missed. You already missed it. This is this is okay. Satoshi Khan. You, you don't get to know the meaning of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. There's. Well, there's. So a, I did miss it, Derek. <laughs> there's an article. You got right. what you were not supposed to get. So <laughs> I. Okay, I, did, I feel you now. <laughs> I did. I did some research. <laughs> oh God. And there's an article actually that came out in uh, 2018. On Sci-Fi Wire, like Sci-Fi Channel's um, little um, news website, they have, and it was the name of the article is "Decoding What the Hell Is Going On in the Anime Classic Paprika." Full disclosure, real quick. I also read that because I ended the film and I was like, I have to research this because I don't know what happened. (laughs) Exactly, and it's a good article. It's a great article. It is. Yeah, it's a great article. And one of the things that Satoshi Kon says in the actual article is that. If you watch a movie and you understand the movie from the jump, yep. then it's not a good movie. It's not good. He needs you to watch it like three to seven times. Yeah, he's like, if you watch it and you understand seven to eighty, he said this seventy to eighty percent of the movie, and it allows you to watch it again and learn more and more as you keep rewatching. That's the kind of movies he wants, and honestly, that's the kind of movies he that's makes. What he makes? Yep, it's what he makes because I mean, it's what he's going for, dude. So, all right, so let's talk about the motion picture here. All right, uh, Derek. Let's start with you this week, bro. Talk to me, bro. Talk to me. Um, what do you? What do you talk? Let's let's talk about the movie. You got any notes? No, you know. Okay, so I have. I believe I've seen this before. I didn't remember much of it. Um, and so I did. I didn't make a ton of notes. I. Man, the only thing that was really striking for me this time around was how much it reminded me. Did you guys ever see the movie? This was like Inception. a kid's movie. No. Um, Little Nemo? Yeah, but man, I'm talking, I was like a toddler. I can't remember shit. But no, I know I exactly never, honestly, talking. I never saw Little Nemo. So Never saw it. Stuff it, like I have, this. I have no care to. So stuff like this, this film, okay, the way that it's animated, the way that they depict the events that are happening, the visuals of what's happening um, made, made me kind of have an appreciation even further for things that anime can do really well. And I say it that way because I think about other films that have like Inception was a great 
option there. If we talk about the movie Doctor Strange, there are some aspects of how that one was the, the animation of how the city's kind of folding in on each other and morphing the way that they depict the non-reality, the dreamscape of things, you know, think or, or the movie, um, gosh, what was the one Robin Williams? Dreamscape? Dreams may come? What dreams what may dreams come? May come. Yeah. Dreams yeah. May come when, yeah. he's, when he's walking through heaven and it's an artwork, right? The way that only a handful of films, I think, pull that off really well. Like the visuals, like giving you a very clear understanding of how unrealistic, how non-based in reality this environment is just makes me really appreciate it because I feel like a lot of other films when they do a dream, you know, it's, you know, and they kind of do like some cheap kind of way that's that for example. Right. And it's, and it's just a, a cookie cutter. A, yeah. They cookie cutter. Like what could have been a real scene? Like if you look at like a, a Seinfeld dream, it is, in fact, just a mini episode, a moment, right? They're just actors acting. There's no unrealistic aspect of it, right? Other than maybe somebody being quirky or unrealistic or saying things they wouldn't normally, but that's it. Mm -hmm. The way they visualize it in this movie really stands out to me. And it made me think of that movie, um, Little Nemo, which was another great movie that kind of shows how weird dreams can really look, like when you actually visualize them in a good way and things like inspection, uh, Inception and Doctor Strange, I think, do a really good job of that. And I just that made me appreciate this film even more for that reason. Yeah, I mean, the, the, some of the dream sequences reminded me of the dream sequences in um, in Akira. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When um, well, Tetsuo, some of the reality sequences. Yeah, in, well, yeah, the, the, the hallucination, the hallucination yeah. sequences where you know where they're in the, the like where he's in where Tetsuo is in the hospital room. Where Eric, if you haven't seen, oh it, yeah, you should definitely watch a dude for this. For this, uh, I need a break from anime. Okay, I know, I know. Don't, tell me, don't tell me what to do. When you, fuck you, bro. And I'm gonna tell Here, you. I'll tell you this. this. You know how well, you, you know should some of those. Taika Waikiki's trying to make the movie, so you should watch. I'll it. watch that. That's just what I'll you watch know that. how <laughs> some movies are actual classics, and some movies are just kind of like film school. Yeah, or whatever. No, I, I probably should watch Akira. I I agree with you guys. I will. I'll probably watch it before I watch uh, Pancake Grapes. Still won't watch it either. Juju <laughs> <laughs> bees. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, there's a scene in that movie where uh, Tetsuo is like having like a hallucination, and he sees like like while he's hallucinating, he sees these like little like stuffed animals, like and they have like it's weird like little music, children's toys, like brah, brah. It's, like it's weird music. It's very cool music that they have in the movie. But like all of a sudden, he looks in his room, and this fucking like huge bear and a bunny and a car come through and then he's like he's thinking he's dreaming and he just kind of like blows them away with his telekinesis and it, it looks ex- almost exactly the same type of like animation There's, style Tomas I can tell you right now there is no way no human way to explain this scene yeah it's hard seeing it. it's hard but I'm just saying that like it, what reminds me of that is the parade scene yeah yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I was thinking when you were talking about it. Like the parade scenes in this movie, if, if, if no one's ever seen the movie, please watch Paprika. And if you want to watch to what I'm going to yeah, Why are you here? Don't, don't watch the movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, but the parade scene in, in Paprika was kind of like, it like freaked me out. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I was watching yeah. it and there's all this imagery and it's, I'm just getting like sensory overload as I'm watching it. Because there's like there's samurais and there's mannequins and there's dolls. The dolls really creeped me out. I ain't gonna lie. I do not like dolls at all. Yeah. I'm not a big fan. I have girls. I have beautiful 
girls and they did not have these fucking dolls because I made sure they didn't have these fucking dolls. Dolls. We should have, clarify that these girls are your daughters. That they're they're, they're my daughters, and I and I made sure <laughs> to give them fucking Barbies and dolls that did not open their eyes when you lift them up off the floor. I made sure. I was like, I don't want fucking creepy ass dolls hanging about your room, okay? Because they scare the <laughs> living fuck out of me. And so, I'm sorry, and, sweetie, you can't have this doll because of I my childhood trauma. <laughs> and I told her that, quote unquote, as a five year old, I told her, you cannot have this fucking doll because it scares the shit out of me. And she's like, Daddy said a bad word. I don't give a fuck. You can't have this fucking doll. And I told her, anyway, real hard about those dolls. Listen man. here, you little shit. <laughs> so all the dolls in this movie like creeped me out because it's just like. They were just, it's just not something that I, I'm very happy with. I just don't like it. And I think that's the point. The point for Satoshi Kon in a lot of these movies is everything with him is about perception. I just can't get past that fact that it's all perception. What you perceive is what you see. Not necessarily what you think about, but what you see. I don't know, dude. It fucks me up half the time. This movie, it's got some... Uh, disturbing this conversation we've had, guys, is one of the next thing. <laughs> disturbing <laughs> topics is what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, please, no, Tomas, tell me what you think. No, 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 no. Keep going, dude. Keep going. Keep going, Derek. No, man. I, I think, uh, I think this movie is. It is a good movie. I don't know that it's. I would say it's any. I would say probably uh, Perfect Blue is a little bit better of a movie. I think they the story is a little bit more clearly established, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm stupid, but I watch Paprika and there are lots of concepts that I don't get until the fifth or sixth or, you know, whatever time watching it. And it, it's, it's, it's too much work for a movie. I think like even great movies like Inception, mm. You can watch it and get a satisfying amount out of each watch. Uh, mm-hmm. I out of the first viewing Inception, I the first time I saw Inception, I understood what was going on. I didn't catch everything because there's a lot of going on in that film. Sure, sure. But I understood exactly what was going on, and I left the theater and I was like, "What a great depiction of dreams!" Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's I, I kind of feel the same, the same way. I see that's the same way I felt about Interstellar too. Because he went really hard on the science of Interstellar, and I really enjoyed that aspect of it. And even after the first first viewing of Interstellar, I understood a lot more than I thought about in regards to black holes and time and all I've, that yeah. kind of stuff. I have such space. a love hate relationship with Interstellar. It's it's Why? insane. It's a good movie. So the first time the first time I saw it was with a mutual friend of ours. I saw it with Chris Fam, and we watched it in in um, twenty four millimeter. millimeter. No, 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 seventy was, No, no, no. It was it was in twenty four millimeter film. That was okay. it. Wasn't in seventy. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. Did you watch it? Film. Watch it at the Alamo. No, it was at this place in around here in Tomball called Silverado. It was the okay. only theater showing it. Oh, in they closed twenty four millimeter. So they film. so I yeah. watched it in. I think it was in twenty four as well. They had a one night only at the Alamo Draft House in Katy. <laughs> you want to know what's fucked up? Is that halfway through the movie it got stuck and it burned the cellular? <laughs> oh no! It's, I felt so, and I was with my friend because I'm, you know, you and me, like you could tell, yeah, me yeah, and yeah. you run the same part. We want to watch yeah, it in, yeah, the, yeah. The, in no. the in the director's like vision, yeah, yeah, like yeah. what he wants it in. And the guy I was with is like all about digital. Yeah. He's all about. I'm like you fuck. I'm like you no, fucking no. travesty, dude. And no. then he and then we're watching it and it gets stuck and it burns through oh, the no. Oh no! <laughs> he's like he looks at me and he's like. And he's Colombian. He's like, you see, yeah, the yeah. fucking 
I didn't even do it right. Yeah. I'm like, fuck me, bro. It burned the cellular. <laughs> so like we like missed like a couple yeah. frames. Yeah. When they got it back on, uh, he was <laughs> like, he was like, you see, need to be digital. I'm like, oh my god, don't fucking talk to me. That's bro. funny. I'm surprised they knew. Well, I guess it's probably not that hard. If you know how to set up a film reel, you know how to put half of a film reel on. Yeah, yeah. Like, we I mean, missed they, like we missed like maybe like nine eight. Like 10, 12 frames. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can, you, it's fixable. But yeah, it was but fucked like half up. a second. It fucked yeah, up, dude. They just like probably it, taped it to the other part that was. It was really done, fucked up. You know? Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. And then I look over at my friend and he's just like, he looks at me in his face like, you fucking that's asshole. Re- that's really funny. <laughs> that's like very funny because <laughs> it's such a big argument for people. I know, but, I know. But, but go ahead. Anyhow, I'm sorry. Yeah, so I, the first time I saw it, I left theater. I'm like, dude, like, what the hell? I'm like, this is just like the most convoluted storyline of all time because that's what that's what chris nolan does he just does he packs a lot of crazy information and then i watched it again and i was like god this movie's great like man this is a really good like what happened the first time i saw it I know. then i watched I it again and i was like man i don't think i really like it and then i watched it again i watched it a fourth time and i was like no, this is a good movie. Then I just bought it. Then I just bought it. I'm just going to drop it now before yeah, yeah, it gets I just any worse. It. And then I bought it. I actually watched it during quarantine when we were in quarantine, and I still appreciate it again. I do I'm like to watch a fifth time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, I just, I, I Sorry, don't. Dude, it's funny, and and, and 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 you know, it's just. I think that's the kind of thing. But yeah, but with Paprika, I totally agree with you. This one in particular, though, I don't know if I watch it again. To be honest with you, unless it comes up in whatever thing. But I don't know if I'll watch it again. Like no, I'm never because, watching this film again. <laughs> I mean, I really don't again. because because I got a lot out of it. But I don't know if I want to experience an LSD trip again. I Here, just okay. don't. I can tell you. I can tell you exactly why. As I'm on the same page. You know how like you watch Inception the first time, pretty good. Lots of things are missed. Lots of concepts are missed. Lots of little subtleties are missed. Right. You watch it more and more and more, and it's. There's so much in there, so much intention in every aspect of little things. You could watch it five or six times and still get new shit every time, right? And so, because it's got that much hidden in there. Paprika has a ton, but it's only about an inch thick. And before, as soon as you get through that, that's it. That's all there was. There was nothing beyond that. There's no subtlety below that level. It was one surface, right? I mean, Am I making I mean, any sense? Does that come? Yeah, across? no, you're, you're, no I, you're making a hundred percent sense. Yeah, yeah. Here's the, the thing with the thing with paprika that I've noticed that even with Perfect Blue, the thing with paprika was that what he's trying to do, he's he's trying to bring so much psychoanalysis in all these movies, in these two movies particularly, that it's just it's it's honestly it's too much. Like this is I don't need to be okay. Perfect example. There's the things that he does in this motion picture. If they they creep you out in certain levels, they there there's certain things that happen and certain mannerisms like Paprika does. Like she's like really forceful in some scenes, and then in other scenes, she's like super like pervy. Have you know? Did you notice that? Like she yeah. gets all of a sudden overly sexual. Which is really strange for those are my favorite parts. Fucking, what's wrong with you? Anyways, but no, there's scenes in the movie you where see it what just, happened there. You see what happened there? I saw that. <laughs> I'm so like, oh my god. Anyways, no, no, but it was like, like I wasn't expecting it. You know what I mean? Like 
the whole point of paprika, I think, was like because I read this article and it made sense to me. And I think you you read because you read it too. You probably understand what I'm trying to say. Is that she's there to kind of push your boundaries? She's there to for you to experience what you're uncomfortable with experiencing. That's what she's there to do for her patients and for the viewer. Okay, example is that scene when uh, Shima, the the doctor, the old yeah. man. Yeah. He's like the chief of the world. He's on top of the parade and she slays on him and she's like she's like uh like she gives she, she says like some, melts into his body. And but but is, she's like but giving very sexualized. And the she idea says, that she says but she says downtown. something extremely sexual as well. Yeah. She's like she's like you're going to get a very there's going to be a tube coming your way that's extremely hard. Like yeah. you know like and then she just melted and her face is a is a face of like sexual ecstasy. And you're just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, like, well, it's a dream. You know right? I mean? He was, he was dreaming it. about, you know. But, but she does it on purpose. Like, she's very coy in a lot of scenes. Very, like, sexually, like. Is there known? a chance that that was intentional? Oh, I'm no, sure it's that intentional. It was absolutely on purpose. They yeah. drew it. So, of course, it's fucking intentional. Yeah, yeah. My point being is, like. She's in the dream and she's trying to fly under the radar to remain where she's at while getting to where she's trying to go. So she plays into a sexual fantasy of a guy's dream. So here's my this leads to my next question for you guys: Is she real? Oh, I think I I think uh, Paprika. You mean? Yes. Yeah. I think um, that she was a like a split personality of the doctor. Mm-hmm. They were just cohabitating, to coexisting, and symbiotic kind of relationship. I'm I'm kind of on that on that on that boat too. A little bit different. I feel like it's the doctor's alter ego because the doctor in the film is sort of like this real staunch, like reserved. She's reserved, but she's also like no holds barred in the way that she she doesn't hold back from what she needs to say. She's kind of a dick, you know. Like she's like yeah. also, you know, like just um, she is the like almost like. Um, like a hardened soldier or something. That's yeah, she for comes real. Across, no, you know? yeah, yeah, she does. And, like she knows what she needs to do. And I feel like her alter ego is Paprika, and that is who's in her scenes. But I know that there's theories, because I was reading about it last night, that Paprika is a completely different person. It's she not is. her. It's not, it's not, it's somebody else that intercepted or got into their dream, incepted their dreams, you know, and is in there. But I think it's her. I just think it's like an alter ego of hers. It's a, it's her complete opposite almost where it's this dainty, fun, um, sexual person. That's her like alter ego. Person who has like her mirror like, opposite. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, yeah. And, and I think you're right. What I think it is, is just, it's a, it's uh what's her name? It's a Chiba's. Well, they said in the article, like you said that you read the article too. Mm. And I think it's based on, because of the fact that there's no, and they mentioned it, there's no, access restrictions on that DC mini mm. because okay for everyone who hasn't seen this movie everything that it's happens not a Marvel in this movie, movie no everything that happens in this movie is because Thank God. these doctors have created a device that allows uh psychologists to go into the mind of their patients and experience their dreams through something called the DC mini and what happens is is that the DC mini gets in the hands of someone you don't know who until the end uh, spoilers, if you guys haven't seen the movie, it's the CEO. But it gets in the hands of that person, 
and that and because there's no access restrictions, they're actually able to remote into the minds of anyone who's attached to it. Now, that kind of went out the window at the end because apparently everybody had access to it. Yeah. Which I'm like, how did they get the entire city of Tokyo to actually be a part of the DC mini? But I mean, I'm not, I don't know. I, I, I oh think no, that's not what happened. I don't know. That's what happened. That's exactly no, what no, happened, no. bro. No, 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 no. So you re- you realize at the end, whenever they give you the, the final shot, I think of the movie is a, a view of the cityscape it's, and it's in the rubble shambles. Yeah. Yeah, the dreams saying, became reality. That's why everyone could see them. Yes, but but I mean, everybody was reacting to it. I mean, there was a ton of people that were like because it became real. Like it, like yeah, like but hit it with a brick wall. It's but real. E- but even still, those people did not have any access to the DC Mini. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like like the girls who turned yeah, into you, fucking you, cell phone to, heads. Yeah, you're you know, supposed to have it on in order. Yeah, to have or at least have had have had it on. Yeah. So that means that some everyone in the city would have had to have that thing on at some point. At know? some point, you Which know what I mean? mean like, it could have been that might be what they maybe. were saying. I don't you know? know. But according to what they were saying in the movie, so it's so like fucking there you go, dude. Destroyed it. And what I don't watch this movie again. Get out of the picture. No, what I mean is that like they um it that one thing is kind of like eh, that's kind of a plot hole for me. But you know, they kind of just moved, went on from it because it was a cool action sequence. Yeah. But but what I think about Paprika is is that because of the aspect of the, the DC minis and all this kind of stuff happening and the way technology is, that is I think it is Chiba. I think it's her mind, but it's, mm. it's, her, it's her unconscious mind that's manifested itself no. through the DC mini and has become, I guess you could call maybe like an artificial intelligence almost. Like its living own within entity. Its yeah. own entity within the DC mini, within the technology. Yeah, and so I think because of that, she's able to, because of the whole situation at the end where everybody's seeing the dreamscape in the real world, she's able to come out and and help them because of that reason. Yeah, I have a quick question because you mentioned about plot holes, and plot holes are to me very often in anime, um, and also <laughs> and also very often in Marvel movies. Is that why you guys like them? Because you like the idea of not I, no, no, I, I love Marvel what movies the because of is going I, on. I love Marvel you movies know? because of MacGuffins. MacGuffins you know, are my favorite. You know, I love MacGuffins. I'm not even mad because he's really not even wrong. <laughs> I, no, I, no, I know I'm not wrong. That was it, not. I was. I was. It, that's a very true a, statement. Yes. it mm-hmm. is a common. Just we're gonna skirt by this. And you know totally what? I, 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 I ain't gonna lie. Marvel doesn't know how to handle their villains. They just they don't, don't. They no, don't. They don't know how to handle like a lot. It's not no, just I, their no, villains. No, I don't think you're. I think you're wrong here. I think Bruh, you're wrong. Let's this talk about a... the largest pothole of all time. <laughs> Which okay. is... This is the only time I'm going to talk about Marvel again. Okay? Don't worry. Well, I, well, until we watch a movie, of Marvel, we pick it. We I know. I know. It. Avengers, <laughs> the first Avengers. Uh huh. Okay. I remember I was fuming in the movie theater fuming because Why? i was just pissed whatever you're gonna say just blame joss whedon which one was this what, the what, first what, one yeah but what, was, what, was, what happens in it i don't remember to, uh, well, remember, well it's that thing that big like flying like snake thing in the air yes, is like yes. destroying the city yes and they just like literally three minutes prior were like the hulks we can't control the hulk he's crazy we can't do shit with him he just does what he wants i can't believe it Next scene, they're all huddled together about oh, yes. to fight the snake. 
And then the Hulk and shows the Hulk's up in a motorcycle. Like, hey, bro, I'm here. Let's do this together. I'm controllable now. <laughs> what? No, it's because he's minutes earlier. Because he's can't control him. No, it's because he's always angry, bro. That's Shut up, secret, bro. bro. Get out of here. That's bullshit. <laughs> No, no, bro. No. Remember, he asked, bro. That it's just a callback, bro. It's a callback. He asked him, "What's the secret?" It's a callback. It's a callback. He asked him earlier in the movie, "What's the secret?" And he, said, that. and he said, "And he said, I'm always angry." You know what I mean? That's it, bro. That's it. Just go with it, man. It's Joss Whedon being Joss, that fucking Dude, racist. Like, like, bruh. Like, honestly, it's and it's time after time. That's not the only one. And every Ooh. film that I've watched that is that you is, should make you should you should make like a whole video and just have the song time after time with all the. Plot I know, holes. and honestly, it wouldn't be, dude. That song wouldn't be enough of a song to fill all the potholes. <laughs> okay, but anyway, back to Paprika. Sorry, oh, fuck me. That's so great. I love how you hate Marvel. They're and just it, it, it they're makes just bad. me so happy. Oh, uh, uh, you know, before we go to Paprika, you know that Marvel's trying to buy Spider-Man's rights out right now. Is that, are yeah. you guys down with that or no? I'm down with it. Fuck yeah, dude. Disney yeah. can pay whatever they want. It's they print money with Marvel. Fuck that. Yeah, I understand. Disney they can't do a better job than do. Sony does. I mean, does. it just goes to Kevin Feige. Let him handle it. He's been, he's one behind it anyways. Okay. He's the one that's been handling it anyways. But anyways, either way. Um, back they to care so much about Spider-Man when they don't seem to care much about X-Men. Well, no, because X Men's coming. They, they had a plan. Don't. We're not gonna talk about this. We're gonna talk about Paprika. Yeah, let's not talk X-Men's, about that. X Men's gonna be showing up supposedly in Doctor Strange movie. So, FYI, who cares? Um, <laughs> it's, just be, it's just gonna be the Inhumans, dude. No, it's not. God forbid. Don't even fucking mention the Inhumans, please, God. Anyway, I can't wait till like Derek starts watching other movies besides Marvel movies. I can't wait. It's gonna be a that, good time. We'll, we'll discuss the that only, when it comes. The other movies that okay, Derek watches totally outside of Marvel is anime. this. <laughs> okay, let's is go this... back to anime. Let's yeah, go back okay. to anime. Oh, yeah, okay, anime too, sorry. That was one thing that I wanted to ask about. There was imagery supposedly in the movie. I, this is one of the things that I don't... I, 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 I see it in the article, but like I don't. I didn't see it in the movie. And I'm like, and I don't want to watch the movie again just no, for this fucking imagery. You don't need to do it again. Don't. In the no. article, they mentioned there's imagery of Oedipus. Like what was oh, yeah. the Oedipus so imagery? Was, they were uh, so there was a, a point. Oh god! Oh god! I don't want to watch the movie again just to no, fucking watch that scene. But there was a part where, like, you know, the doctor that was putting his hand inside of Paprika. What's his name? Mm-hmm. Osunai. That a, scene was fucking fucked up. Also, yeah, yeah, that was nasty as shit. Yeah, there's that there, was like it, sexual. The problem, on okay, so the problem place. with that. Too, can we talk just real quick before we get to Oedipus? Go, 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 go. The problem, the problem with that stuff with the sexualization of Paprika is, is like we're not really sure how old Paprika is. Like, I know we can tell that she's like at some point of maturity, but you don't know she could be sixteen. You know, like, I, I know. you don't know how old Paprika is, that's so that's why it's that uncomfortable. Noticed, and that's the thing that I've noticed with a lot with, like, anime, dude. Like, I've noticed a lot of anime. Like, like there's some, like, I'm going to lie, there's some etchy anime, harem anime that they're supposed to be high schoolers. And they're doing some crazy shit with high schoolers. I'm like, what the fuck is this, bro? Yeah. Like, that's it's a little crazy. You just don't know what's, what, like, you know, in, in like, I and guess it's true. It, the way she, is, she she looks like as if she's like some high schooler from the sixties in like some some GG movie from the sixties, dude, like GG in fucking Rome with her fucking scooter yeah. and shit hanging around. Yeah, she could be twenty five, but she could also be sixteen. Like you don't know how old she is, which is 
which is unsettling. It's unsettling yeah, it's, about it. It, it is. It is. No, it is. And as I was watching, it's on purpose. Yeah, I know it's on purpose. Yeah, I know it's on purpose. That's why Derek likes this shit so much. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Derek. Why do I always bust this dude's chops, man? Oh I don't I know, dude. Fucking with him, dude. I'm he sorry, looks like, He looks like a seventh grader. That's why. Because <laughs> he is a seventh grader. That man <laughs> is years old. I show up at all. And that's why we love you, Derek. Yeah. Anyways, no, no. But what were you going to say about the Oedipus imagery? What was oh, the Oedipus there's a imagery? Moment, there's a moment where I, I remember he was like... Uh, uh, flying in the air with a sword or something, and that was uh oh yes yeah. with the griffin yeah with the when griffin was, so, is that a yeah. painting where it's Oedipus? I think that's that's along the line, and I don't know much about like you know Greek mythology, but like that's like the I think that has something to do with what the oh. whole Oedipus thing was. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then that makes sense because I was like, I was like, where the fuck is this I could Oedipus be dead imagery? Wrong too, but that's what that's what went to my head when. And when then and then you it. noticed like in the movie like all the blue butterflies because there was blue butterflies in Perfect Blue as well. Yeah. Yeah. There was a ton of blue butterflies in that movie. So like, it's yeah, like a but, weird but Perfect thing. Blue was, you know, was a better movie. But beyond that, with that being, it said. is true. This is true, bro. This is true. Yeah. It is a better movie. I mean, like, because I think, I think what it, what it was is that I think with Perfect Blue, he he knew when to kind of just like play off the whole like psychological thriller aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. And here he just went psychological. Like it just it turned into a fucking lsd fever dream I yeah at the end i think like that's... i thought i was like in mk ultra like all of a sudden <laughs> like like the government is feeding me lsd drugs just for shits and giggles to see how far yeah I, I feel like a lot of people that experiment with lsd probably have enjoyed time with that film or hated it <laughs> one of the two. but like Wait, I... which film paprika, <laughs> paprika. So, oh, okay. yeah but i i don't like see the problem with paprika for me are you guys was that, you guys want to say anything else go go go, go 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 keep, uh, keep the conversation so going baby the issue with paprika for me is kind of touching upon what derek said too is it's a you know a film about dreams and psychology and you know people's inner darkness and inner lightness it's about all of that but at the same time it just was not very well executed, I don't think. Not meaning mm-hmm. in the technicality. I thought like it was an awesome... I think that anime movies... So this is really funny because we were talking about the two other... Perfect Blue and we were talking about... Uh, uh, Grave of the Fireflies. Grave of the Fireflies. And I one of the reasons why I scored them so high is because I felt like they were great storylines and they could have been made live action. Okay, I remember mm-hmm. saying that. And they yeah. would have been better. And if they, they could have been better. Yeah, yeah, they would have been better if they were live action. <laughs> oh, but like God. this film, to me, is this is an anime film. Okay, this is like to me what is like if you're gonna make a film that's like this, this is perfect for anime. Uh, there's a lot of crazy sequences that we could probably do now live action, but it was just it's better in this world. I think. I think mm-hmm. this is this film is meant for the world that it's in. But yeah. the problem with it is. Um, it's not convoluted like a interstellar, you know, or like even some parts of Inception would be probably considered convoluted, but like it's not convoluted. It just doesn't make sense at all. You know, to me, like there's just too much in there that is um, allegory, hyperbole, whatever you want to call it, that is too open for interpretation. I don't have an issue with that in films. I have an issue with that when the whole film is that. 
Mm-hmm. You don't have if you have bits and pieces that are like that makes sense and it's up it's open for interpretation for your film for your viewers. I'm totally down with that. And they want viewers to kind of create their own world. That's fine. But this film, there is almost nothing that is straightforward that is conducive to the storyline. And I and I agree with you on that point because if you think about okay, so let's talk about because now since we've had Perfect Blue and we had this movie and they're the same director, the thing that I got that really kind of it kind of upset me when I was watching this one is that because in Perfect Blue, it it fed into the aspect of what's real and what's not real. Like we talked about, like I've mentioned his perception. He has this whole thing about perception. The problem is, is that with Perfect Blue, you kind of had an idea of what was real and what wasn't real. So the, 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 there was a line. Mm-hmm. And with this movie, the line was severely blurred from the jump. Yeah. You didn't know what was real, what was a dream. You kind of got an idea to you, a certain case. You literally don't know at any point through the film like, what is like real within, and what is not. Like from like from like thirty oh, minutes God. into the film on, you don't know what's real and what's not because you 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 have no idea. It, you, you're you're asking yourself throughout the motion picture: Is this fucking real? Is this a dream for these characters? It sounds is that like you're happening? describing Inception. Uh, no, 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 Derek! No. Don't come at no. me with that arrogant shit. Because, okay. because look, look, because in no. Inception, in Inception, they have the they have the, the totems. You have a way. You have a MacGuffin. There's yeah, one moment. The very end There's of the movie. One, that's it. That's one moment, and that's okay to me. That's, that's okay. okay because he because wants you to opinion, leave the film taking having your own in, idea. In my opinion, the end yeah. of the movie is real life. Yeah. Well, I it, think that's that's my opinion. I don't know, and I'm glad not knowing. I like the idea that I don't know because I can just come up with all these theories Michael, of what it is. Michael Caine said that it is real life, yeah. but that's just his opinion, and I agree with it. But, but I can totally see your someone's opinion who thinks that it's not. But that's really the only thing in that film that's really super duper, um, you know, up for interpretation. Ambiguous. Ambiguous. That's the word that I'm looking for. That's the like the super duper ambiguous moment is the end, and that it, is absolutely okay. But the rest of the film, we're very is is to me. And if you're not, if it's not clear to you, it means you probably need to watch it again. But it's pretty clear. Like the first yeah. viewing, I what's knew real what was and what's happening. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In this movie, you can you can get confused as to what's real and what's not real. For example, the scene when they're at Himuro's apartment. You know, all of a sudden, she's about to jump off a ledge. Was that real? Was that not real? Is that still in her head? You know, is Dreamland a real place? Is that just in her head? Is is the parade even real? You know, was that whole scene? Like, the, the funniest thing that I thought was cool, and this is just me because I'm a fucking film dork, is the scene with Konakawa in the movie theater talking to Paprika, talking about movies. And for me, and you know how you guys were talking about how you, Derek, was talking about how we can remember certain things. What he's wearing in the mo- in the most in the theater is exactly what Kurosawa wore, wore whenever he was filming movies. Oh, that's awesome! Ex- I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. If you see pictures, I think of that's Akira, very cool. Yeah. If you, which is very cool. Yeah. But if you see pictures of Akira Kurosawa as he's filming motion pictures, there's photos of him behind the camera. He's got the sailor hat. He's got the sunglasses. He's smoking a shit ton. You know, as he's filming movies, he's doing all this, but he has the look. So Konakawa, Kurosawa, Konakawa, I don't know if it was a play on words on, you know, you, I could, you could read that as much as you want. But the character was really into motion pictures and it fed into his dreams. 
So you have these dreams and these movies that are showing up. And, oh, my God, I just realized something right now as we're talking. There's a motion picture by Kurosawa. Oh, my God. I'm I'm fucking getting goosebumps right now just thinking about it. Hold on a second, dude. Now I got to look a bit, look it up. But there's a motion picture by Kurosawa that he made. Um, and it's a it's a it's a cop chasing a dude. It's a whole day chasing a dude through uh like the city streets. It's like it takes place after like it's like a post you know bomb Tokyo and it's 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 the same thing. It's a it's a it's a motion picture that he did and it's it's a I think it's called Hilo I think it is. Um, but I'll find it either way. But it's a motion picture he did and it's about a cop. Chasing after a guy who stole a stray dog. It's called Stray Dog. It's a guy who stole a cop's gun and he chases him through Tokyo to find the gun. Mm. And it's the same type so it's of situation. Like the same concept with what's going yeah. on with him. Yeah, that's what's going on with the movie. And that's like when I saw it, I was like, that's fucking stray dog. To a certain degree, he's chasing after dude. But it's the same, like the way they look is the same thing. He's got a suit, and the other guy's got a a, a, a hat. Either way. But what if this whole movie is just about movies? It, I, think, I think it is. I think there's a, well, I think not, it is. a big a big chunk of it is, you know, and I they, noticed that when watching it, but then also noticed it when reading up about it afterwards. And and I remember when I was watching it too, I'm like, man, Perfect Blue and this film talk about like film production, you know, like they're talking about like the world of movies. And um that's apparent apparently as I was reading too, like uh, Satoshi Khan had done that with other ones of his stories too. There was always some element of filmmaking in it, which is pretty interesting. But even with that being said, I, I'm cool with him loving the concept of like toying with the idea of filmmaking. But I also don't. Um, <laughs> I also don't. That's really funny. I also don't. Um, he just showed us a picture of uh, Kurosawa in his get up but it um, looks exactly like konakawa yeah. in that scene yeah sorry about but, that um with that with that being said like this film just doesn't really make a ton of sense and i'm totally down with allegory i love allegory movies but this one just there's nothing to there's really not... play with here to understand what's going on you yeah. know what's funny is that there's a movie that is somewhat just as as confusing and it was made like 40 50 years 40 years ago <laughs> and it deals with dreams i don't know if you remember that movie from the 80s dreamscape oh gosh no dude it's I with do remember um, that. it's with uh uh fuck, what's his name uh dennis quaid and at some point it is about dreams and how dreams can affect a person and so they're doing psychoanalysis with dreams by going into REM sleep and they're going into each other's dreams through a device. And, and dude, it's, it's the movie kind of scared me as a kid, but there's like, I mean, there's Christopher Plummer's in the movie. I mean, Dennis Quaid is in the movie. It's a Eddie Albert, David Patrick Kelly. There's a a few people in the motion picture. A lot of character actors in the movie. And, Half the to a certain point of the movie, you're wondering, is this real? Is it a dream? And they did it with practical effects, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah, back then. I don't know if it's the same. I haven't seen it in like 20 years. I'll be honest with you, I need to watch it, but it just it it's reminded me it of that six fact. million bucks. It, it, it reminded me of the fact that you know, though that's a movie that kind of had that aspect where you had 
they were talking about dreams and dream logic and things of that nature and how it can affect people, you know, underneath all the information that you get through your dreams and what and how you can analyze it. So I don't know. It's just I was just thinking out loud in my head right now, thinking about it. Yeah. So Eric. So, so yes. I how do I was you feel? how do I feel? I was I was way more excited about it than um unfortunately than what I walked away with, you know, I mm-hmm. thought mm-hmm. I would be way better and way more interesting because, you know, I, I really love inception. I think it's a great movie and, sure. yeah. um, you know, for it to be inspired by this, which is absolutely, you know, you can see that Evident. this film is absolutely, uh, inspired, <laughs> uh, inception definitely was inspired by, by paprika. Um, yeah. it just didn't, I, I feel like, uh, you know, Chris Nolan did a much better job of of hitting the mark of explaining or even showing what it would be like to be in people's dreams and and yeah, you know, even going deeper with to a dream within a dream. And it's a very very confusing thing to do. And he did just a great job of of making that fully apparent in in his film. Where this one, it's just not there, you know. And no, and for me, that's that's too much confusion, too much. Um, too much it's like a cumbersome film like i'm like watching it and trying to hold it and i can't because it's just like very hard to get a grab uh, get a get a solid grasp on so um i i was disappointed with it and and it frustrates me because at the same time there's really cool highlights of the film to talk about like i thought this like i said i think this is a film that should be anime you know i think that this doesn't need to be a live action film. I also think that they did a good job of what it looks like um, to, you know, what it looks like to uh, have dream jumps. Like, you know, you only dream for like a minute at a time, I think, and you can (laughs) end up being in a completely different spot. I thought that was well executed, like seeing it move in, like when you're in what you think is the dream world, which we're not even a hundred percent sure if they're there or not. But like, I think they did a really cool job of like showing that how things change so quickly, like, cause you could be in a completely different setting and like a second than like, we could be in a different setting than you were the second before, you know, I thought well, that yeah, was how cool. she was jumping through yeah. like screens and frames and portraits and yeah, exactly. Camera angles and stuff. Yeah. It was crazy. That was, that was interesting, but I still really didn't know what was going on. And I had to like, look up what, what was going on in this story, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that to me, you know, is distracting because it's, I'm thinking about what just happened 13 seconds ago and something new is happening right now, you know? So, I know, that, was, I know. so that was more comfortable with a film like interstellar than with this one. But yeah. He, but- because I feel like Christopher Nolan does a good, like Christopher Nolan. It's weird. Christopher Nolan has the innate ability to make the most insanely convoluted stories, but also give you an idea of what's happening. You know, and you know, it, even in Tenet, like there's so much in Tenet. Like, and I watched that film twice, and I'm not and a big fan like, of that movie. I was either. like, I don't even know what's happening, but there's something about this that I'm very interested in. Again, I agree. With, I agree with you, Tomas. I'm not like this is a masterpiece. I don't feel that way. No. But there's something visually happening there that I'm like, <laughs> I will watch that again. I'm gonna watch that film again. You know, he yeah. has he has this thing, and I think that's what it is that, that like. Satoshi Kon just, you know, you know, rest in peace. He did good movies. 
all case in point, I mean, they were good movies. They're not they because they're good because they they allow for conversation, which is always a great thing. If you're a good director and you have a motion picture that allows for conversation, you you did what you were supposed to do. You hit the mark. Agreed. You, you mean like I how mean? we had whenever we were watching Grave of the Fireflies, and we had such a great conversation about yeah, the dude. I mean, it, it, it's it's a great conversation. Just you need to talk a about when you're watching an anime. Yeah, okay. I don't know about that. But either way, <laughs> if it was live action, have, I'd have a lot more to say about when it. When you're having a conversation about a motion picture, the director did what they were supposed to do. That outside of it being a piece of shit, because if it's a piece of shit, it's not a very good conversation. But if it's a good, if it's a pretty good movie, and you're having a conversation in regards to the deep dive about the motion picture, you did what you were supposed to do. Agreed. For was Alita a good example, movie? I think Alita was. I think Alita was. But either way, but either way, what I'm saying is that when it comes to... Uh, you didn't the, see it either, Eric. Don't worry. <laughs> I, <laughs> I Battle Angel. So, so no, but what I'm saying is that when it comes to the aspect of what we're we talking about here, um, Christopher Nolan, he has this thing with time. A lot of his movies deal with time jumps. All of if them. You've noticed. Not all every single one of them. There's not like one that Dunkirk. doesn't. Dunkirk. Yeah. Dunkirk. All of like, them have to do with time. Every like, one of them. Even the I Batman his, ones. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 what I liked about Dunkirk a lot was that you had the one with the soldier that lasted a good 24, 48 hours. But then you had the scenes with um, Tom Hardy in the plane. That was all of maybe five minutes. In reality, if you think about it, Tom Hardy's scenes in reality were probably five minutes in real life for a fighter pilot. But they were all well, happening at the same time. That's the no, thing. No, no, no. Well, well the soldier scene went all the way into, into nighttime. Yeah, and mm. so did Tom Hardy when he crashed. No, Tom Hardy's plane. was. But Tom Hardy's plane crashed, but that was still daytime. But there's isn't there a scene at the? I have to watch it again. I have. Ah! I watched it once. I've only watched it once, but maybe I, when he got I picked remember, up, it was nighttime. Yeah, because I had to explain up. it to my wife. But she's like, "What's happening?" Scenes, like, all, all right. his scenes in the plane all took place during the daytime for like maybe five minutes. Because I was always like, well, I always wondered, man. You watch these World War II movies, and fuck, we've gone so off topic, and I love that about our show. And is that you know, like their dogfight scenes? These dogfight scenes take like. 20 minutes you know what i mean these dog fight scenes but in reality they didn't last more than yeah, like probably like five minutes. yeah i know they were probably really short, you know yeah. they, didn't last I mean, they were more running on five. like five minutes of fuel right you know so. i mean and and, and that's, that's how they lasted but in these movies they make it seem like so drawn out and dramatic of course because it's movies but they really didn't last more than five minutes and so for dunkirk there's all these time jumps throughout the entire movie which happens in every even in, more so in interstellar where you have him them going to that water planet, that whole scene takes probably 20 minutes total. And then they get back to the ship. They've gone and for like per- 100 years. Yeah. They were gone for like 12 yeah. years. That dude was there by himself for 12 years. On yeah, the that ship. was the worst. When they got back, I was just like, man, that guy. So bad for that, that guy, guy just, like, He really stood tall. He's like, I, then, I'm going to live in loneliness. Spoilers, these he dudes dies. Matt Damon kills him. Yeah, I know. I was oh. like, oh. That is a you great know? movie. That's Interstellar. <laughs> it's, it's whoever whoever thinks that Interstellar is a bad movie, yeah. I will fight them tooth and nail. I will beat the shit out of you. 
I will bite you. Those are threats. I will kick Those are very, you. very solid threats. I, will, I don't even give a shit if it's not if it's not manly enough. I that's will exactly bite how you I, in the balls. That's exactly I will, how I, I feel will, about Blue Valentine, and this is why I've been busting <laughs> Derek's chops for the last eight episodes. <laughs> but okay, going back to Paprika with a sense of Paprika, though, it just it it, it went over my head how much he he went way too deep i think i think it's a film psychoanalysis yeah i think it's a film that you could watch 30 times and still not really understand understand 100 and to me that's too much like like i I like movies that you could that you need to watch a few times i'm down with that especially when they're well made um and like and i agreed with with con like what he said there like watching a movie more than once is yeah is a good i agree with that but this like it doesn't make sense i'm sorry it doesn't and i'm very good at like picking up you know allegory and i like movies like that that are out there but like this one man i don't know dude i don't know yeah, Derek, and, and, why and are you I, making that face me and eric and myself we're, we're like totally like taking over this this whole thing i'm so. gonna i'm gonna tell you why you're wrong eric oh fuck okay, go, please right, say please it please do say it, it. i want to hear this right. i want to hear this you better come right, correct think- again bro you better but come correct. Just be ready because when I'm done, you will know how right I am. Okay. Here it comes. You said that you could watch this movie 30 times and still not get it. And it's because there's so little. There's nothing there. The story looks deep. It's not. It's not like Inception. Remember? It's a whole lot deeper on that side. This is a bad movie. <laughs> okay. Oh my god! All right, well then I you told you totally blow my mind, Derek. Yeah, Derek, you, you came you came correct for once. I, I, I love I you, bro. You. I accept I this, Derek. I Derek, this. you know if 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 I if I was if 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 I loved men, oh god, I would love you. Uh, no, I do love Derek <laughs> in more ways than one, guys. Yay, fun! <laughs> we cannot let our romance be known. Uh, anyway, <laughs> go ahead, go my wife there, listens to this episode and we get a divorce immediately. <laughs> I'm sorry. And then that frees me up. I'm so sorry. And that frees me up to chase Derek. So it's perfect. (laughs) All right. So here's the thing. The movie has some really good things going for it. The movie has some really good things going for it. Some of the animation styles are spectacular. No, the the animation is great. I think had some really good potential, right? But if this is exactly how the writer had envisioned it, the film was lacking in story. And, mm-hmm. and and that's kind of it translates here and and I think what happened whenever Inception was made is they did a better job. They did a better job this time through. They they refined that concept to the point that it made sense that it was still layers deep to rewatch. And and Paprika is a rough first attempt, we'll say. Um I think it's I think it's okay. It's an okay film, but it's not you something just I just said it was it. bad. Because I agree with you, I think this is a bad movie. I, 100% I mean, I think, agree I think, I think what Derek see, see Derek, if Derek says something's really bad, is that it's okay, but it's not worth watching again. No, yeah. hell no, I'm not it's watching probably this not again. Worth it's watching worth, again, recommending, worth, or having no. seen the first. Time. I will worth, never do worth, any of those. It's things. worth watching. Okay, so for for Derek right now, what he's I think what he's saying is that, and then this is kind of like the way I work is that I see a movie and I'm like, huh, I'll give it a shot if I see it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I see it, I'll give it a shot. I'll read up on it. Like oh, let me give it a shot. When I'm 
like I got nothing else to watch that day. And I'm like, oh, I thought about this movie. Let me just watch it again. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I'm not just let me just watch it for the first time, see how it goes. It's not something that I'm gonna go get out of my way to go sit in a movie theater or pay money to go see unless it's free. I think what you're describing is even a Hallmark movie. Even if it's free. I love Hallmark movies and don't <laughs> fuck around with them. <laughs> even if it's free, I'm not watching. Like if I have free time, I mean, I'm not putting yeah. paprika on. It's then, not going to happen. Exactly. No, but you wouldn't know unless you just, well, cause you're not an anime, but I'm just saying like yeah. an anime movie came up on my screen and I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'll watch it. See what's up. See how it rolls and just kind of understand it. Like there's another anime movie I really liked. I didn't. I didn't think I was gonna like about. It. it was called the uh, uh, the Beast and the Boy. I think it's what Ooh, it's called. that was a good one. It's a good one. Nerds. And that actually one that, that that one actually that's the one with the bear that does kung fu. Yes, right? yes. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, you know he has fights with the sword. But that one was a really good one, and it came out in the states and it had a really good following in the states. The critics yeah. really liked yeah. it a lot. Had a great Rotten Tomato score. So I was like, I'll give it a shot. But Paprika is one that I've seen, and I didn't really kind of feel like watching it now i've watched it i'm like okay it's good it's all right it's something out of this world you know i'm glad i didn't pay to watch it but whatever i watched it and that's it i'm done i don't have to watch it again because i honestly i don't care to sit down and watch this movie again you know i, I think i think i'm in the same boat man i think i'm gonna say that i don't regret having seen it i think i i especially when we're talking about this director I I like having been one step closer to seeing his entire career, right? All of his films. I haven't um, seen Tokyo Godfathers. That one. I oh God! It is. It is. Mm, I love that movie. It's so good. <laughs> it is a. I haven't brought it up because it's a Christmas movie, but it is such a fucking good Christmas movie. Like when you think about like the classic Christmas stories, like A Christmas Carol, for example. Like those are those are Krampus. Those are, no, okay. Talking about like like classical <laughs> Christmas stories, they're really good, and and no matter what flavor you watch that that story being told, it has a, a certain amount of nostalgia and joy to bring. It's not necessarily a great movie, but it's a great story, right? It's a feel good movie. Tokyo Godfathers has that, but it's a totally original concept. Yeah, I can't it's wait like, to I, watch I was, it. But here, here's my question to you, dude. And this is really like that. Like one, now that I've seen Eric, Perfect Blue, fuck off, and I've seen, now that I've seen Perfect Blue and Paprika, is it dealing with like psychoanalysis and fucking bullshit that we've dealt with with Perfect Blue and Paprika, or is it pretty fucking straightforward? Tokyo Godfathers. Yeah. Very straightforward. Okay. It, is a, it is a wholesome, family-friendly, loving Christmas okay. story of heart. I don't know if I can deal enjoy. with another one of his movies where I have to fucking sit there and analyze the fucking psychological aspect of like, a fucking homeless person. It's closer to, and the stories are very different, but it has a very similar vibe and feeling of like It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. All right. All right. Super positive, heartwarming, family-friendly, all that kind of stuff. But it's anime, okay. and there's some... There's some parts that are probably less family friendly, like a guy gets beat up by a bunch of teenagers in a park, just brutally beaten. Fun times. Mm. Well, really good Christmas movie, guys. <laughs> <laughs> was his was his name Howard? Was he no, an angel? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> it, it, but it's along those lines. You're you're beginning close. Was it yes. was it time, death, and love? Was it? Oh that? God! No, that is from another stellar. <laughs> Ah! Okay, that is a okay, bad okay, film. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
We're not that reading we, that one here. Okay. okay, so let's go ahead. Now that we talked about it, and I think we've we've beat this fucking paprika spice to death. Um, what is your rating on this motion picture? It's like the McLaughlin report. Uh, Dirk, what is your rating? What's your rating, bro? Oh God, what is that? How many? How many naked old CEO paralyzed guys are you rating this motion picture? <laughs> Wow, jeez, dude! That walk around on tree limbs because that, that was X. weird tree roots. That was weird, oh. dude. That was really fucking weird. When I saw that dude pop out walking on tree roots, I was like, "What is up with this movie?" <laughs> yeah, why is it wood? Like, I don't know. Have been anything else? I don't know, dude. Talk to All Satoshi right. Kone. Oh wait, anyway, he's dead. It's not even so. worth thinking about anymore. I'm I'm glad to 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 move on. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to give this movie... Ask Satoshi um, Kone. Oh, wait, you can't because he's dead. Oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> we need to edit that out. <laughs> I would say you're being offensive, but edit it out. he doesn't care. No, it's not, I don't give a fuck. Go. Okay. Here's the point. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't finish shit with you motherfuckers. Do not put me in the same category as that. I did not say that. Okay. I know I bust your balls. Okay, I get it. But I didn't I didn't rate that. this movie a five point four. Wow. Okay. I'm 5. surprised, 4. bro. Um I'm surprised. I don't regret having watched it. Uh some of the animation was really done really artfully. I, I yeah, it it's great. really well. And the concept was there. It just it didn't it didn't hit the point. It fell flat. Yeah. All right. Eric, what are we looking at that's, here, buddy? I'm really interested. that's interesting that you had that score because my score is very close. Yeah. Great. I was ready. Did I still outbid you though? Because I'm pretty sure I rated anime higher than you. You would. did. You did outbid. You discounted by a point anyway. He's like, an anime. He's, like yeah. he's like, I'm rating this motion picture a 3.7. Oh, it's an anime. It automatically <laughs> one point. It automatically starts at an eight because it's an anime. But there's no actual human beings in the yeah, motion no. picture. Um I, I, I appreciate I, at least that you don't discount these for being like subtitled. I appreciate that. No, I'll I'll watch subtitled stuff. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Um, that but, is the biggest barrier to recommending anime to people. Yeah, who that's are that's not the reason why I don't like anime. It's because it's anime. <laughs> that's why I don't like it. <laughs> but I, I'm going to give it a five, <sighs> I'm going to give it a five point two. That was my score going in. My my wife asked me before we started, it, and I was like, I think I'm going to rate it a five point two because she asked. Oh, she watched it with you? No, she didn't. She asked, "How did it go?" Because she's not watching that shit with me. And, and she was like, when she was cooking dinner today, she's like, "How did it go?" And I was like, "This was uh, the worst one, hands down." And I picked it. So uh, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll give I, it. A, I suppose that's only part of the course. You can't be expected to hit a home run on your I, first. Pass. I can't. I mean, I, I hit a home run with Blue Valentine, but you didn't oh, seem to God, understand no. that. <laughs> or it, but Wait till you get to mine, buddy. Never, <laughs> metal bat, man. It was a metal bat. Yeah, I'm never letting that go. I'm All of a sudden, it's like it's like a cause like a bing. Yeah. yeah, man. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna mention Blue Valentine every episode moving forward. It will be mentioned at least once. But I'm uh, start bringing right. Marvel stories every week. Well, I mean, you do. that's nothing new. Okay, you do it. Okay, so I might as well talk about Blue Valentine every time. All right. I love, so I love our hateful bromance. Yeah, I know. I lo- <laughs> you guys are like an old married couple. Anyway, so I right, so like for for my rating, I'm gonna give it honestly. I'll probably give it the highest one. I actually, no, you're not. 
Honestly, do you know your own score? Yeah, you haven't figured it I'm out. I'm like flip flopping. I feel like I feel like, like right now. I feel like George W. and fucking the election oh, of God, 2000. Here we so go, dude. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna give it a straight five. Because, because there was aspects of it that I liked, like the animation I liked, but the transition between real and not real for me was just too much. It was just too much for me because I, I I feel like, like what you said with Inception, the person who's watching the motion picture has to be able to understand what is happening throughout the film, but the film. And if you're already losing your target audience and you have to have to sit there and watch the movie, probably like not just one more time, but maybe three, four, five five times after i'd say more than that yeah yeah it, it that's already too much that's already too much like if it for me that's where you just you you've gone the way of you've gone from being it being entertaining to straight up artistic because i have to sit and analyze every frame to understand what you're trying to talk about and i'm sorry for the layperson who's paying your fucking bills who's paying by watching your movies for me that gets frustrating because i'm i i love movies i'm a, i consider myself a cinephile to a certain degree <coughs> and i didn't study movies you are a but, cinephile and so is derek okay guys own it but, it's okay you don't have to go to having, film school to be a cinephile included but but for me to be able to watch this movie i feel like you have to go to film school to sit and analyze and have a whole semester to sit and watch this fucking photo picture oh i was about to say i went to film school i have no idea what's going on here you'd need <laughs> yeah, you, would need, you would need an actual i mean an it's actual like, get a class. degree am i, and then am I getting a, fucking, get a class on paprika you know i mean am i gonna get a fucking doctorate just to watch this motion picture six more times i mean i mean it's the thing it's like I'm, I'm gonna do a thesis on how paprika is affecting psychoanalysis and dream logic for the 21st century. I don't understand. I don't give a shit. I really don't care. I really don't fucking care. (laughs) You know? So I'm going to give it a five straight five because I enjoyed the picture to a certain degree. But after that point, I just was like, fuck it. I I think all these scores are valid. I think so too. (laughs) Because they match yours. If I said nine point nine, you'd have been fuck you. If you had said nine, if you if you had said nine, I would have kicked you off this call. Yeah, dude, I would be like, I'm not doing this ever again. If you're, like, if you're you, you have lost complete credibility. I almost, I almost quit this podcast when you when you said you like Collateral Beauty. I almost. Quit. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. I think we can all agree. When we talk about the like Perfect Blue was a much better movie. Yeah, it's, it was good. There yeah. are um, other anime that he's done that I know are even better. Uh, he, he Paprika was just a. I think the concept was there, but it was a bit Listen, of a swing. And no miss one. I don't think there's there's very film few, few filmmakers that knock every one of their films out of the park. They're always going to have one that's at the bottom of the, the bottom of the group. And this is probably his, I would guess out of the two that I saw based on the other one and what you guys have talked about, this is probably at the bottom, you know? So not like even my favorite filmmakers, there's always one that's like, eh, not that good, you know? Um, With the exception of maybe like, Maybe like a Quentin Tarantino. He, all of his films are pretty good, <laughs> you know. Oh, so, dude, just like collateral oh beauty. I can't wait. I can't <laughs> right, wait till bro. we end up talking to one of one of his movies, bro. All right, all right. So now that we've given our ratings, 
um, which is probably hanging around a five five. That's what it looks like. Um, no, it's less because he gave five three, five four. I gave five two. You gave five, so that's like a five two five, five three. Two, five one, yeah, five yeah. one, five two. Yeah. All right. So, which I mean, I'm totally cool with. I'll be honest with you. Um, so now that we've done that, let's go ahead and talk about our top shelves, guys. Okay. So, Eric, I got a lot to talk about. Today. Eric, what's your top shelf? What's your top shelf, brother? As some of you may know, at least Tomas does. <laughs> my top shelf for this week comes from a suggestion or something that Tomas spoke about last week. What are you oh godding about, bro? Let me have my moment. Let me have my moment, dude. Jeez. Do it. Take it. You Take your moment. Take your moment. <laughs> yes, Eric. I want to know why you're. No, no. I want to know why he's oh godding. <laughs> Take your moment, Eric. Wonder. Egg priority. Oh, God, no. God, it's not that. No, no, he's mad that I haven't done no, it yet. You, you haven't watched it. I do it. He recommended something to you a week ago. <laughs> and I, and and I you said, fuck Derek. Not I'm not going to watch that Wonder Egg priority because I remember the name. I'm sorry, Derek. Oh my God. You know what the funny thing about what I'm about you to tell you? Fuck <laughs> right off. It's Wonder, Wonder Egg Priority is a TV show, right? It's a sh- I mean, it's an episodic, right? Yes, it's like six or seven episodes. Okay, six or seven. How long are the episodes? Twenty minutes. Okay, that's <laughs> hilarious because I'm about to tell you what my top shelf is. Mother, it's like a four-hour anthology. Oh no, it's Ooh. far much longer than that. So, anyways. <laughs> So I'm out. To- I don't have one this week. Bye. <laughs> so Tomas, no, do not. You leave your headset on. Thank you. <laughs> so Tomas last week mentioned that he was playing a game, and the game that he played was called The Last of Us Part Two. And I loved The Last of Us Part One, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to download it. I did it that night, and the next day I played it, and I played it every day consistently for the next week and a half. Okay. That Derek's just giving me the middle finger. The game took me 28 hours to complete. <laughs> it took 28 hours to complete. The the game is brilliant. That's for an hour. I, you mother- for an hour time. I spent 28 hours on this. I have. I will tell you this. Man. Eric's speechless. He can't understand. He just. I, listen, I loved that game so much. Like, I've never been caught up in a storyline like I've been caught up in that one. And I remember really loving the first one, too. But there was something special about this one that just got me and shook me to the core. And the, I, I ended up looking it up. The, the, the game has 10 hours and 57 minutes of cutscenes. Of cutscenes. Cut 10 hours and 57. And, and I was a lot. I was engaged every second. Every second I was engaged. And it is just a wonderful... I was realized that I was playing the game to get to the next cutscene. That's how engaged I was in the storyline. I like almost didn't even care about the game anymore. I just wanted to get through these parts so I could see the storyline progress. And it, Brilliant it, 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 game. And, dude, didn't the game feel like it was like... My God, like it, it, it wasn't bad in the sense of you getting through the game. No, but it was you, fun. you had... Yeah. But you had the feeling going through the game where it was like, fuck, like your experience, you, you, for some reason, it, it made me experience what they're experiencing. Yeah. Like, like it was visceral. 
It was yes, it that's the best word that you can you can you can describe for this game. It's visceral. I had visceral fear, I had visceral joy, I had visceral empathy, I had all of it, man. Like the whole gamut, the whole gamut of emotions. <laughs> so was there. so spoiler alert. There's a so spoilers. It, it is great. If you would see my text messages with Eric. Yeah, Eric, I, I, we should like put them on the it Instagram. Was, it was hilarious. So we're watching it and we're, he's playing the game and there's a character named Abby. I don't know if you're going to play the game, Derek. You no, have PS4. You're, so you you're, you're also don't like like scary stuff and it's scary. So yeah, it, it's kind of frightening some scenes, yeah. some parts of it. But there's a character named Abby who's in the, sh- in the game now. And, and of course, there's Ellie from the first oh, game. Stop rolling your eyes and just just be here, okay, listen, Derek? Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> this is great. This is where this game takes you, though, dude. This is where it takes you. So in the beginning of the game, you f- meet this character named Abby who's a complete bitch. She literally kills ellie's father figure the main guy from the first game the first one she kills him with a golf club and you see her beating the shit out of him yeah bashes his head in with a golf and you're watching it you're watching this dude happen and this girl and and i remember i'm looking at the text messages and eric's playing the game and then he tells me I effing hate abby yeah i hated her i can't stand abby and then you know what the game does to you dude Oh, After you ooh. play like three parts of the game Dude, with Ellie, the, you put you in then like, play like you put in like like I think you put like, in like 15, 16 hours with like Ellie, half of the game, and then you Ellie. put in another ten to twelve with Abby. They switch <laughs> the script on you, and they're like, "You're gonna play from her perspective now." And then Bro, you empathize you with know, Abby, Derek. You know, right now you're like, "Oh damn, okay, that's kind of sweet." You're trying to hide it. <laughs> He's trying to play cool. I was the same way, dude. Yeah. When I played that game, I was like, I hate this girl. I, I can't didn't want to play with this her. Girl. I was like, I don't want to play like, with I her. I was like, I want to get through this whole section because I really don't want to play with her. But and you then find happened. out so much information from playing with like, her. And like, you know oh, what that's called, guys? That collateral beauty it didn't have? It's called development. They were developing <laughs> their characters. And it's a video game. You, it's a video game. And you get to the point where you're like, oh, shit, Abby's a really good person. And you're like, oh, my God, she's not a villain. Like, and, and we're going to spoil, just... we're gonna spoil alert, alert this. Okay, spoiler alert. So if you, anybody out there is going to play the game, you should probably stop listening when he originally said spoiler alert. But <laughs> Abby, and what ended up happening is the reason why she hunted down Joel who she killed in the beginning of the game, who which made us hate her, is because Joel fucking killed her dad. Makes but perfect the, sense. But the reason that Joel killed her dad is was, because if he didn't kill her dad, she was gonna kill Ellie, who is immune to zombies. Yes. And they And it's like it's all whole, about decisions. And Derek, the whole reason why they were gonna kill Ellie, who's immune to zombies, is to make a vaccine. And Joel was like, No, this is I've I've taken care of this girl. She's like a daughter to me now. You're not doing that. And he killed her dad and took her out of there. And you're watching this story like just unfold in front of you. And it's so 
like I don't man, like I was just so in it for all twenty eight out of twenty eight of the hours. <laughs> and there's also a hilarious, which made me laugh out loud because I'd never played a game. There's a full on sex scene in it. <laughs> there <laughs> is. The there, there's two. And and yeah, well, the first one's like like PG thirteen. The, the yeah. other one's an R. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, hard so R. Like, like, yeah, so, a hard R. And it's just like I've never seen that. It made me laugh out loud because I've never watched like a sex scene <laughs> in a video game. But but beyond that. And there's a point at the end too, Derek, like I'm going to tell you about, and you, you're just sitting there glaring at me condescendingly. <laughs> but there's a point at the end where... He's like, fucking video games. Where, yeah, you're playing... Yeah, yeah. You're switching over to, to Ellie again, and you have to fight Abby. And I didn't want to do it. I no. did not want to and do you it. you have to. And they, they make, make you, you do it. <laughs> I did and not it's, and it's, and want to like, do it. it remi- and there's, this, there's a part in the fight... Where it's like in that scene in Saving Private Ryan where the Nazi guy stabs yeah. the Jewish soldier yeah. in the heart slowly. Yeah. And you do the same thing to Abby. And I'm like, I don't want to do it. But you have to. Yeah, and dude, there's so, and I, my wife walked in while, because she knew I'd been playing the game for like a week and a half. And, and like she you're probably crying in the middle yeah, of I it. Walked like, in, she, <laughs> I walked in, she walked in at the moment. She's like, how's it going? I was like. I'm doing something right now that I have zero desire to do. And she's like, well, why don't you sit there and just let her beat you up? So I started doing that. And it doesn't, she just hits you over and over again. You have to literally fight her. Like, they're like, they're like <laughs> I, I, I was like, maybe if I make the choice to let her beat me up. Maybe like, it's I will, a different ending. Yeah, yeah. No, like, you. they were like, nope, you're going to sit there and take the punches. And then you're going to fight her until we tell you to stop fighting her in the game. It's brilliant, dude. I've never played a game that I literally looked at the the antagonist and said, I do not want to kill her. I do not want to kill the antagonist. I don't want to have anything to do with this. And it's, it's, it's like, so good. It's, it's so like, good. It's like what I had said there. Like, like in, the, in the game, it's funny. The first game, you're fighting zombies the whole way through. And so in your mind, you're thinking of yep. the zombies. Yep. But in the second game, it's not that they're they're the zombies are there, but the true monsters it's are humans. humans. And also, too, the zombies aren't necessarily just for like I mean, we're calling them zombies. That's what I call them too. But they're not necessarily zombies. They're infected people. They have a virus yeah, that makes the them infected. They call them turn the infected. In, yeah, they make them turn into like almost zombie like people. But they also transform and mutate into other things. Shamblers. Yeah, dude. Oh, it's such a great game. Sorry, I went, I went, I went over. I just wanted to talk about that game. Thank you for <laughs> suggesting that. Like that game was life changing. I'm not even kidding. It was just so good. Dude, the, the, the like the act, the, the ambiguousness of that game is yeah. just it's, it's a word. I don't know if it's a word, it, but just that game just just puts you in so many it, different places. It, it's an emotional roller coaster, and they really do a good job of engaging you hard into I, this game. I really, I'm, I'm like scared. And excited for the HBO series. Yeah, because it could be great or it could be a disaster. But yeah. Like, I'm really hoping, honestly, like I'm dead serious about this. If they just go with the writers of the game and say, hey, write this into a TV show, I think they they're that's all they need to do. Because yeah. I was engaged, man. I was totally engaged to what was happening. So Oh, so, yeah, it's a great game. And Derek, you could sit there with your, your, <laughs> your head in your freaking hand all you want. All right, Derek, okay. Derek, what you got? What you got, Derek? Eric, yes, I'm Derek. happy for you and your new love. I hope that's true. <laughs> I, I don't feel it 100. percent I'm but. sorry that I'm sorry that we we burn too bright to last too long. 
<laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. All right. My pick. <laughs> Thanks, Derek. That was awesome. That is the best. I think that is the actual name of the episode. Murder no. right the last too long. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. That, I'm, I think there's a better way to say that. Anyway. We'll see. There, we'll my, my top shelf. Um, Man, I've been watching a lot of stuff, a lot of shows that I've just had backlogs on, so I haven't watched a whole lot of new stuff. But I did stumble into an anime on Netflix, and it was one of those shows where you're just like, ah, I'm just going to put this on, and then you realize that you finished like a 12 episode series, and you're like, oh shit, there's not more. Like, come on. What so show? it's called Kuromokuro, and it is basically a spin on the concepts that are from Evangelion. So, oh, I think I've seen this, dude. Human race was has been split up um, hundreds and hundreds of years ago. So, like, some humans were taken off the planet and had an entirely different history, a different civilization, and they essentially come back to attack native Earth. And we don't have any clue or recollection of people leaving Earth. So... And then it goes into like big mech battles, like Gundam Wing type stuff, or or Godzilla or whatever. So it's just a classic, like like I don't know, trope anime, and it was really pretty good. I enjoyed it. Man, I, I like can't it. I can't wait to add that to my queue. Fuck, <laughs> you'll never watch it either. Is it on Netflix or where's that? Yeah, yeah, I found it on Netflix. Okay, cool. Uh, oh yeah, I'm gonna make you a promise, Derek, because I feel like I owe this to you. I'm gonna watch Wonder Egg before protein. you die. Yeah, Wonder Egg Protein. I'm gonna watch Wonder Egg Protein <laughs> before our next episode. Okay, no, that's no, gonna happen. No, don't. It's I don't happen. want you to watch it anymore. Oh, you don't? No, because if you're giving me that pass, I'm gonna take it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Watch it. Watch it. So that way, it's, no, no. If you're gonna it. watch, if you're gonna watch an anime, I'm gonna give you a good anime. No, nope, because now that I know it's only 20 minute episodes, I like it a lot more. So <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be Wonder. Pancakes. Wonder egg, wonder egg, Beans, uh, whatever it is. Noise. Um, all right, cool. So, yeah, what's right, well, yours, Thomas? Okay, so mine is. Um, I actually just saw it yesterday, and I was like, "Huh, that might be my uh, my my top shelf for this week." I watched Roadrunner, the story of Anthony oh, Bourdain. Yeah. Oh, you did? You saw it? I Where saw did you see it, yeah. it on? I saw it. Um, okay, saw like it, on yeah. Yeah, I saw it on there. I saw it on there streaming, um, and it was really, really good. Really, really good. We I watched it with Michelle. Oh, I can't wait we, to watch that. That made me really so enjoyed excited. it. Yeah, because she's read. I don't know if you guys know this, but my wife's a chef. She actually went to look to Cordon Bleu. Cordon, Cordon Bleu. Bleu. Okay. She went to yeah. the Cordon Bleu. She graduated with the. It's an associate's degree, but she graduated from in Miami, and um, the Cordon Bleu here in the states was under a lot of. Issues because they actually were like stealing money. That happens but with a lot of for-profit schools, man. It happens. Yeah, yeah. I went to one that had. So that happened to one. That happened to them. But she was a chef. We actually in Miami before we moved to Houston, we actually had a catering business. We actually did catering. Um, I was a server. She cooked the food. I yeah. just served it. Um, but she we did that for about a year, and she so she has her culinary degree. 
What's her specialty? And I'm sorry. I'm just really interested. <laughs> anything, gonna, anything, really. I mean, anything? She, she, she made, she made, she made quite a bit of different shit. Like she did, like you know, fried rice, and she did like you know steaks, different things that nature. And like the, the cool thing about the Cordon Bleu that I loved, and we're going on off topic here, but the Cordon Bleu has a restaurant in the school because they have to do six weeks of of restaurant experience. Yeah. So like three weeks in the front of the house as waiters and maitre d's and things of yeah. that nature. And then three weeks in the back of the house in the kitchen. Mm. It is fucking so good. So good. Oh, when yeah. they're in the kitchen, dude, the food was unbelievable delicious, dude. And they do like this whole meal where you get like amuse bouche and everything. It's not cheap. It's like 40, 50 bucks a head. Mm-hmm. But you get an entire meal and it's absolutely delicious. So real quick, that's it. So you can keep going. I went to a for-profit school as well, I, you know, and I went to the Art Institute and they have culinary there. And yeah. they would they had the same exact setup. So the culinary yeah. had to do the same exact thing. But the students could go to the restaurant and yeah. eat for almost nothing. So really? we could go there. Like I think we were paying like four dollars a meal. Oh, and it's good, and, right? There would be people that were coming in from businesses and, and stuff yeah. that were paying like fifty, sixty dollars a plate and we were paying yeah. nothing. All we had to do is show our badge and we got yeah, a discount on anything that and, we and how good how good was the it? It was, was like off that. the chain, dude. It's it was so, so good. good. What are you saying? It's so Eric? good. Like it's like you feel like you feel like you're eating like top class, like, yeah, like you five were, star and, Michelin yeah. food. Yeah. And you as a student, you get to go there and pay almost nothing for the meals. It was amazing. Yeah, it was great. And we would go what for lunch all the time. Yeah. My high school was like that. Really? Like, really? Well, I mean, it was high schoolers, right? Cooking. So, yeah, there was a restaurant that they were working in, and yeah, you got to eat for dirt cheap, but it wasn't really? like it wasn't incredible food. It was like high schoolers cooking. But I'm sure it's better than cafeteria fucking food. It was. Yeah, I mean, they were cooking stuff from scratch with like real good ingredients, not That's frozen good stuff. That's good shit, dude. Hey, dude, no, had, no, I'm not gonna knock that shit, dude. That's good. Well, it was. It was one of those. I mean, it's the reason that I have my technology certifications and stuff because they had uh like a computer shop where people would bring in computers for repair and you'd set up networks and then they had an auto body shop with like car lifts and everything for people to actually work on vehicles you know do you do you build computers i can i don't do it very often but yeah i know how to Mm-hmm. That's cool shit, dude. No, no, for real. Like, I mean, like, so she, so she went through the Cordon Bleu. She's got her culinary degree on top of her regular college degree, and you know, it, it you know, and, and it's, and it comes through. And sometimes now, even now, with the dishes that she, and but like, she loves Anthony Bourdain. So we were like, let's watch the movie. And there was a lot of, um, I guess you could say, like a lot of issues with the movie because they use deep fake for a lot of things, like mm-hmm. scenes. They like deep faked his voice for some of the narration. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like somebody, yeah. somebody did the intonations. You know, like they 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 recorded, they read off some of his emails, things of that nature, and then they deep faked his voice to cover that person using the same intonations that person did because that. It's person weird that they didn't it. because like, he's an amazing writer. Yeah, as a chef, he was an amazing writer. The way he wrote. Some of the stuff he did, like his lines and his book, because my wife loves his book, Kitchen Confidential. It's an amazing book. And she tells you, just told me right off the bat, the book is completely accurate of how life in a kitchen is as a chef. Everybody's fucking everybody else. And it's just how it works out. Because you're constantly with each other. You know what I mean? Like, 
you're constantly with that person. It's not it wasn't enterprise when I was working at enterprise. People were always hooking up at enterprise rent a car yeah. because you have 20 somethings in a room together in an office together for 10 to 12 hours a day. That's like most jobs. Yeah. yeah. But like more so if you're constantly when you're younger together. Too, especially. Yeah. When you're well, younger. a difference in the company culture. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you're constantly together. So people are going to hook up and it's just how it works out. That's what and happened with me and Derek. Of, That's what's going on yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> and the kitchen aspect. And it all makes full with, circle. You're, you're dealing, you're, in a restaurant, you're not dealing with just the kitchen. You're dealing with all the front of the house. So you're having chefs hooking up with waiters and waiters hooking up with chefs and waiters and major d's and things of that nature and hostesses and and it's just it's just how it works out and so he brought all that to the front and everyone understood like with his book but like then there's also the aspect of throughout the motion picture you're seeing how his life is changing and how he is dealing with not just what he's doing in life now but also the mental aspect of the drain of his life is doing on him and you're seeing the effect it's having not just on him but on the people around him which is which is i can't wait to watch this man yeah i'm which really, is fascinating I'm so interested in seeing this i'm glad you like because, it. Yeah. yeah it's good because you see there, there's people that have been with there were people that were in the in the thing that were his producers from the jump mm-hmm. from his first show like in his first show, it was just Anthony Bourdain, his producer, and her husband who handled the camera for his first show called The Cook's Tour. And they produced all his shows since the beginning. Yeah. And there are certain things that they're talking about. They're like, if we had done this, maybe things could have been different. Mm. And you see the guilt on not just them, but also like people like David Chang. The guy who did wow. um, Ugly Delicious yeah. on Netflix, yeah. who was a really good friend of his. And he was the one, I've, I've, I've told you guys the aspect of the conversation that he had with, uh, with like, the, the he loves, you know, KFC macaroni yeah, yeah, yeah. and cheese. Mm-hmm. The conversation he had was with David Chang mm-hmm. on his show. And David Chang, like, had a fucking moment in this movie where it just kind of blew your mind because you could see that he... Is hurting because it's it's just the aspect of suicide is I've never thank God forbid thank God not God forbid thank God that I've never had anybody that I know dealt with deal with it but I know other people have and the ripple effect and the damage that it has with people is something that I got I hope I never have to deal with because you could see in the motion picture so many people they're just in so so much pain because he took i guess you could say a selfish way out i don't want to be an asshole about it but it's kind of that that aspect and so and but it's a fantastic movie i recommend it to everyone who loves anthony bourdain and and it's just a way to look into that the mind and psyche of that kind of person I can't wait to watch yeah, it there is some there is some you know personalities uh that you know have been in stardom for one reason or another over decades and decades and some of them have really incredible stories some of them just kind of like you you're like how is this real life how did this actually transpire to somebody how did they endure this yeah it, and that brings me to like not to extend this conversation any longer than we have but <laughs> 20 minutes yeah i know but that brings me to like 
the idea of fame in itself. Think about how many famous people that I'm sure that we've grown to love that have taken their own life. Like the, yeah, the amount of pressure slash loneliness that's involved with everyone loving you. That's yeah, just crazy. You know, I mean, the guy from, um, what's his name from, um, Soundgarden. What's his name? Chris, um, Chris Cornell, Chris Cornell. Um, where you know, apparently Rob, that whole Rob, day he was apparently like his best movie that people had seen in a long time with mm-hmm. the guy or the lead singer of uh, Lincoln Park, yeah, you know Chester, I mean? whatever his name is, yeah, Chester, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Chester about to say, yeah, I was about to say Chester Copperpot, no, you know, which is from Goonies, sorry, <laughs> no disrespect to Chester, but from Chester Lincoln from Lincoln yeah. Park, yeah. yeah, but like, I mean, yeah, it, it's 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 uh, it's crazy, dude, Robin Williams, you know, like, think about people that we've we've lost uh philip seymour hoffman which i know that was had, was more due to drugs but still uh or, these are or th- phil, phil hartman yeah Amy these Winehouse. are people that were well loved and very famous and it's just uh terrifying that's like one of the things that was like i've always said it's like i have no desire to ever have any type of fame because there's so much pressure slash loneliness involved in mm-hmm. that you know mm-hmm. it's just uh Tough man, tough stuff, dude. No, yeah, no, I wish to be ret- rich, but but not. Yeah, I'll, I'll be, I mean, I take I take some money, I guess. I don't want to be filthy rich, but I take. Oh, no. I, take some, I want to be. You want to be astonishingly rich. rich. <laughs> well, in that real, case, dude. you could start funding my films, so that's that works. For me. <laughs> Only so Let's I can shelve them. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm gonna give you a hundred million dollars. I make the film. He's like, thanks. And he literally and no just one will ever see them. He literally up, just. Up. Puts it on his shelf and locks it with the I key. Will, no I one will never know. Because this cannot be open till 2103. <laughs> exactly. I was about to say. That's what I was going to say. I will not release them till 2103. 2103. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well uh, n- now that we've gone through that, and um, hopefully you guys watch those movies that we've talked about. Um, but let's go ahead and uh, play The Last of Us Part Two. This is not an advertisement from Naughty Dog. I am not affiliated with them. <laughs> but if they want to be affiliated with me, believe me, I will push your product because I started playing Uncharted and I enjoy it. So, just oh, yeah. dude, I think this, this dude, Uncharted is hashtag ad, everybody. Dude, yeah, let me tell and you, it's funny how the difference in the, in the story. Oh, they're is so different. Game. So, let, I started playing and Uncharted then, as well now, and, and I've started on Uncharted One because I'm going through. I was uh, able to get all four Uncharted games for forty bucks on the PlayStation Store. <laughs> so I was like, I played, I played Last of Us, and I was like, I'm gonna keep supporting this company because they're amazing. And um, Uncharted One a is stellar, hilarious. A stellar anime recommendation. <laughs> And you spent 28 hours on the first one and then quickly went to do it again. Well, so listen, if it makes you feel any better. If it was a series, so I, it's like multiples of these Uncharted games makes, you're about to play. I know, but if it makes you feel any better, Uncharted 1 only oh, takes like eight hours to get through. I'm already 60% of the way through it. So like, I'm, I'm just saying, it only takes, it's not as long. And it's funny and, uh, too to look at the games because so, I remember I played Uncharted 1 a little bit when it first came out on PS3. And I remember thinking to myself, oh my God, the graphics on this game are unbelievable. They're horrible. And they're so <laughs> bad now compared to what we have oh, nowadays. Shit, it's, it's really funny. But either way, I'm excited to go through that series. Um, I'm going to watch, uh, you know, <laughs> Cheesecake the Factory Friends. Where is the, no. the Wonder Egg no. Priority? No. <laughs> Come on. Please. All right. So, drum roll. New trilogy. Yes. Thank God. We're yeah, out of the real, anime forest. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> You're out of the way, you know, like you know, like we're, we're what we called like you know you liked it. You know the black, I, you know black, 
you know Black Forest cake? You ever had Black Forest cake? You know that you know there's uh-uh. actual Black Forest in Germany. Uh-uh. It's where the Romans dealt with the German barbarians, and you know in the scene in um, Gladiator where he's like unleash hell. That's exactly where we're at. I'm fucking like I'm done. Listen, the dude, anime I, I, I enjoy. Like, listen, the movies were good. The first yes. two were good, but like, it still was like a real. It was a struggle for me to watch them. Okay, you know how I felt about it. It was need to watch Akira and just called getting that. uncomfortable, man. Yeah, <laughs> bro, don't even start with me about that. We can go right back to Blue Valentine, dude. Don't you dare say uncomfortable to me. Get uncomfortable. Okay, well then you better right. give Blue Valentine a ten, bitch. Gentlemen, 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 back to I don't your even know what I gave it. Back like to a your seven corners. Or something. Yeah, you changed it. Back I'm okay. I'm corners. okay with you change. <laughs> back to your corners. Back to your neutral corners. Okay, so. I thought since we've had a bit of a, you know, kind of a downer the last six episodes, (laughs) I thought that we'd go and have a little bit of fun. So what I'm going to straight up call this genre, I'm going to call straight up call it. Say it. Say Marvel. Say it. No, 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 no. No, because he's he's, he's more original than that. That's why I don't. I'm going to call this. I'm going to call this this next three episodes. I'm going to call them straight up 90s cheese. Oh. All right. So. This is exciting. 90s cheese. So much to choose. 90s cheese can be whatever you want it to be as long as it's the 90s and it's something that we can discuss on this show. Whether you want to go fucking rom-com, go rom-com. I don't give a shit. I'm going to give you whatever you fucking want to do. If you want to just all of a sudden throw out and say, hey, you know what? I want to watch Before Sunset. Let's fucking watch Before Sunset. I don't give a fuck. Watch whatever you want to watch. I think any movie in the made in the nineties is considered. The only thing I will ask you, please God, do not make me watch The English Patient. Oh, I no. fucking hate that motion. It's picture. just so long too. No. I don't know why that it's motion like the picture most won a best picture. Film I've ever I will seen. give you. Yeah. I, I don't understand exactly it's why so that movie overrated. won yeah. a best picture. Yeah, I watched that movie, and at the end of the movie, I was like, "What the it's fuck?" It's a did snooze I just fest. <laughs> That's what it I'm is. like. Fucking, I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I never understood why that movie got where it was. Derek's gonna whatever. choose it. <laughs> no, no, like, I'm telling you right now, you choose that movie. We're not showing that episode. That episode will never see the light of fucking day <laughs> because I will not watch it and I will not participate in that show. <laughs> but either way, the motion picture that Derek's we're gonna, gonna do watch, it by himself. <laughs> I'm gonna do. We're watching the tonight. Here is here is my drink for the night. I am drinking uh, a Kahlua and Coke, <laughs> and no, no, it's Kool Aid yeah. and Coke. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Yay. what's the pick? Okay. Sorry, what's the pick? The pick for the motion picture, which I think is going to be kind of cool. We are going to be watching the 1997 cult sci-fi classic known as Starship Troopers. Oh wow, that is 90s cheese, dude. Yeah, baby. Wow, I can't. Gonna I'm gonna, watch- by the way, I'm gonna rip the fuck out of that movie, dude. <laughs> Let's do it, bro. Yeah. That's why I want. To, I want us to watch it because there's a lot in that motion picture. There's so much symbolism in that movie, which is fucking crazy. And I've actually read the book Starship Troopers. I'm hoping and- that you can enlighten us a little bit. Yeah, we'll see. Not man. so much. I haven't read the book in like 20 years, but I'll try. <laughs> I read the book in college, so I'll try. But I want us to watch Starship Troopers. Let's enjoy some straight up '90s cheese. Make sure that just kind of flows this up. This is your so nose. exciting! I've got so I'm much to think excited. about. I've got because so much to think about. We, 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 we've really gone really like hard into mm. like drama and some things, and I and I really think we need to 
really kind of pump it up and enjoy yourselves a little bit. Yeah. I'm probably going to pick a 90s drama. Just like, I'm just I know. Just cool. I know you I'm He's going to pick like Google Hunting or no, some I'm shit not, like that's that. That's not cheese. That's not cheese. <laughs> Google Hunting is a pretty fucking good movie. Yeah, yeah. That's not <laughs> <cheese>. <laughs> fucking highlight them apples. I would pick Anyways. Silence of the Lambs even though it's not cheese. Just, oh. for, just for Derek. You know what, dude? And honestly, honestly, honestly. I'm saying 90s cheese just because not all 90s movies, no matter how dramatic they are, they are kind of cheesy. If you watch them now, you're like, wow. Okay. So are you opening this up pretty much to 90s? I'm opening up to pretty much 90s, but I don't okay. want it to be like what we've dealt with in the last six episodes. I make, okay. make it somewhat enjoyable. But if you if if it's something that you feel like is a good movie to have a discussion with, I'm down for that. Okay. I'm down okay. for that. Okay. You know, as long as it's not fucking in the army now, I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to pick in the army now. We already watched it. <laughs> You know, if you pick Biodome, I'm good with that. <laughs> That's a good one. I do like that. I mean, you know, you know, I, I'm I'm terrified to rewatch it and realize that it's you know, shit. You, I watched it you know, recently. If, I actually still liked it. If you if you choose if one Zeno of you Man choose, still good? I haven't oh, watched that. Dude, in a minute. That's 90s cheese. That's 90s cheese. If you choose PCU, I'm so fucking down for PCU. Dude, dude that's like 92, 91. That's, no, that's early. Like 94, right? Oh, 95. it's 94. I thought that was like early. Anyways, <laughs> 90s cheese is the genre. Motion picture is Starship Troopers, the Paul Verhoeven cult classic from 1997. Um, so you let's can go watch that on Stars, DirecTV. You can rent Whatever it on want, Amazon. Dude. It's on everything. So yeah, so that's our movie. We've done a top shelf. So I want to end the motion picture with a quote from the motion picture from the movie. And there's actually a, quite a few good quotes, but I'm going to do just a quick quote that Paprika says uh, in the mo- in the movie, which is kind of cool and somewhat you know weird, um, which is perfect. Um, is don't you think dreams and the internet are similar? They're both areas where the repressed conscious mind vents. How how appropriate for our time. <laughs> because do you understand that comment? Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> how appropriate. <laughs> All right. So everybody, that's our move. That's our show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll see you guys later. Peace.